0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Pedro and Hannibal podcast. I'm Hannibal. That guy right over there is Pedro, and I was late. I'm the late one. Sorry for that, guys. Uh, I know if you're watching a replay or listening to the podcast, it doesn't matter, but I was running around like a maniac today, and uh, Pedro is the most patient of,
1: of all the patient people. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you?
0: i'm doing well had a really nice day at the beach um i realized that i need to work out you see certain <laughs> other folks walking around like i gotta hit the gym maybe do some more uh crunches some crunch yeah the crunches <laughs> is definitely if i was able to just get the ab area taken care of like i think like i actually can do like 10 pull-ups if i had to right so i could, if i could do like another 15 or 20 with some push-ups i think i would the kind of body i would at least for the beach
1: so let me ask you a question are you that guy that's at the beach with a shirt on or are you at least taking the shirt off you know shirt what i'm saying off, okay all, right, oh, I'll, 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 I all right hey
0: listen it's too hot <laughs> like i don't i'm not looking that off but you know i'll just just say that's one observation i had but yeah. uh thank you for coming through guys i know we have a good amount of uh, folks already live checking Let's us do out it. Big all week. of Big you week. We uh, Bobby. I know I see Garden State in here, Freestyle. I see a lot of the usual folks that come in every week. We appreciate every single one of you. Yes. And today is a very special live episode because uh, last week we talked about the 80s hip-hop. And now we're going into what I consider, and I think, Pedro, you agree with me, 90s hip-hop, the golden era. Now, yes, yes. It, it. I think it, it formed our lives, basically, because we kind of grew up in the 90s, me and you. So, we're going to talk about that, and we have so much to get to in terms of this that whole decade. So much has ha- happened, obviously. People, you know, East. I forgot about the East and West Coast beef. Like, there's so much happening at that, that 10 years' so span. Much, so, so much. You can really get into it. So, you know, I'll lead, lead, lead off with you, Pedro. You know, what the 90s meant for you.
1: Well, before we get into that, Hannibal... I got to ask you a question since on this podcast we talk oh, about nice basketball <laughs> and things as well. I, I, I'm going to catch you off guard, so I hope you're not. I hope you're ready. So, yeah. before we get into the 90s hip hop, I got my notes. Let me show you. I got, you know, I got my notes ready. Okay, I'm ready. But I got to ask my dear friend, Hannibal, what he feels about the state of NY basketball. Brooklyn Nets, man. No. What's going on? Give me a couple minutes. Give me a breakdown. A lot going on over there. I just want to hear your thoughts. I got a box of Kleenex if you need it. Yeah. Let's go.
0: First of all, let me check and see if a trade happened yet. Like maybe, you know, because <laughs> the things have been going crazy right now. Okay, no. Okay, no trade. Okay. No. So I just feel like this is a bad dream. It's a bad dream. And I guess what I think what I the biggest problem, or not the biggest problem, what I've learned is there's patterns of behavior within people that sometimes you think, this is the time they're going to change or this is time they're going to not let you down. But in terms of behavior, if someone is exhibiting a behavior that you have a problem with, it doesn't change in time. We may think that way. Yeah. There's some people who do change, but we have, you know, co- two years ago, I had, you know, I had like, I'm in the team. It was, you know, Katie and Harden and Kyrie Irving. They probably the three, that, that's the biggest three. Uh, super team possible. All of them kind of in their prime. Um, and you think, okay, championship. Yes, it's it's cheap and they're supposed to, you know, KD and Kyrie are supposed to go to the Knicks. They say, F the Knicks. The Knicks are not cool anymore. And mm-hmm. that's what uh-huh. KD said. Uh-huh. We're going to go to Brooklyn. And me, born and raised in Brooklyn, still living in Brooklyn for all of 37 years of my life. I was like, fantastic. You know, let's, let's bring a championship to Brooklyn. Um, there isn't any Brooklyn team. Last Brooklyn team was the Brooklyn Dodgers, and I don't remember any of that, and I don't watch baseball. But I know <laughs> that were here, and and they left. <laughs> you know, but the Brooklyn Dodgers a big deal here, right? And then just little by little, things just started to go wrong. I think when they did play, they won most of their games. I forgot their record, like sixteen and two. Like when all three I, came in, yeah, right. Um. The first playoff series, some injuries happen. I think uh, Harden had a hamstring. Kyrie had something. Okay, they lost the Bucks, and then more problems happen. Right, Kyrie with the vaccine, he doesn't want to take it. All right, cool. Harden is like, I'm mad that he's not taking a vaccine. I'm gonna leave. I'm going to Philadelphia. We got Ben Simmons. All right, cool. And then you'll think, okay, we got still got a good three. Boston beats the brakes out of him and sweeps him. Then all of a sudden, Kyrie, because he doesn't get his max extension, he wants to leave. And then Kevin's like, I want to leave too. And I'm like, what the hell happened? (laughs) Like, what happened here? And you know, I understand why Kevin, I think Kevin felt like he wasted his time. I think KD, which is a very, you know, I'm wondering who counseling these men, who are telling them what like, if you had a, a weirdo friend, and I'm calling Kyrie a weirdo, if you had a weirdo friend, hey, I got business opportunity, let's go all the way over here in, in Brooklyn. First thing I would kind of say is like, eh, I don't know, man. Like you're kind of weird. You think the earth is flat. You left LeBron. Like, maybe, maybe I should go somewhere else. Maybe I should take my own uh, mm. lead and figure it out. He's like, nah, that's my friend, because I want to be a contrarian. I want to do the opposite of what everyone else says. Okay, cool. But then don't be surprised of his behavior.
1: Because it's be
0: a pattern behavior. I think the same thing with Ben Simmons is a padding of behavior. So it is just it. It still blows my mind because you think, okay, you got the three really great players. They'll figure it out because that's what you think with basketball. Just put them all in. Yep. And it, it gives me more respect for LeBron, how he's able to do it. We I know LeBron gets a lot of crap, but it's never this messy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. messy right now. I think he's just old and he's going through. We going through. But he would, he has, there's so more leadership there than with Ky, with Kyrie and Katie and obviously Harden. They're not leaders.
1: None they're of them not, are leaders. You got to have a leader. You need
0: yeah. to follow Kyrie. You're not showing any leadership skills. And also you have bad judgment. So I think that's like the biggest thing I, I, I could take away from this. And a couple of days ago, it would be more expeditives and me yelling and screaming. But I, I really believe that those three were not, they were not leaders. Uh, they're too sensitive to social media. They're on social media too much. Yes. Uh, Kyrie responds to um, but Kyrie responding to a bar barstool tweet. Now you may not even know who barstool is. But it's basically like a more like I know barstool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But like, why are you responding to barstool? Because they said something, you know. Kevin Garnett responds to every single tweet about him. Had burner accounts. These are too sense, they They're too sensitive. They need to be led. They're not leaders and they're embarrassed themselves and now they're gonna go somewhere and i'm you know like i think kevin wants to go to the heat or the sun's like <laughs> he wants to go to the most i guess the team that can get him there faster
1: get him yeah and he's not you know <laughs> katie's a phenomenal ball player but i feel bad for you man like i don't understand i mean listen i'm a cubs fan i'm from chicago so we didn't win a world series in over 100 years we won 2016 it was fantastic but you know I, you know I don't understand what's going on in NYC in basketball. It's just they can't. I think the ownership. I think it what somebody seems to trust with the owners and their decision making. And uh, you can't expect. I think on paper teams look good. Oh, we got we got Durant. We got Irvin. We got we got James Harden. Oh my God, we're gonna get uh, DeAndre Jordan. We got Blake Griffin. Like we got all these superstars, right? But chemistry is a big deal, and you gotta have you gotta trust each other on and off the court. I think that's yeah. why the Warriors did so good. I think that's why LeBron teams did well, the Spurs, the Bulls. You can go back, right? You have to draft well and mix in some free agents. You can't bring in two, three, four free agents uh, from the outside because they're used to doing things a certain way. Harden's used to running the show in Houston, pounding the ball, taking 30 shots a game. Irvin's yeah. used to doing kind of what he wants to do. Kevin Durant's used you know, so when you bring in those personalities this is what you get. And, uh, you know, not surprised, that, but it's 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 crazy, man. The
0: colossal, like, it's such a colossal f up. Where you know, um, the problem is, the Nets had a playoff team before this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a you know the uh the, the GM Sean Marks had a really decent group of players, and we had we had a good uh. I forgot to do do the Afro. He's in. He's with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like we had a solid team of good players. They had uh a, Jared uh, we, Allen. You talking about Jared Allen? Jared Allen. That's a Spencer uh, Dinwiddie. Like he had, he was pretty decent. Like we had some decent players, and then we blew it up. And obviously, you would blow it up if you those if those two said, "I want to show up." But then they they're picking the coach, and they realize Steve Nash is not ready to coach. They need to stop grabbing former players and think they they're Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is a unique guy who won everywhere he went, and most players don't have that. Jason Kidd had some bad. Uh, he, remember, he was with the Brooklyn Nets and then he was with the Bucks, and now he kind of figured it out with Dallas. It takes a while. Coaching is not yeah. easy. But, um, you know, I, and I know I saw one comment about the respect for LeBron. At least respect for the idea he treats it like a business. Is he, yeah, is he front running it sometimes? Sure. But he, it does, it doesn't come out like this. They don't blow it up. Like, imagine he went to the Miami Heat and then blew yeah. up in, you know, one year. Like, it didn't work that way. But yeah, it's it's embarrassing. Um, no one likes the Knicks because the owner is really bad. He's probably one of yeah. the worst owners. He's up there with uh, the guy who runs the was the Commanders now. I forgot the, the team. Snyder. Uh, well, Snyder. Yeah, yeah. those like yeah. he was like, what's the worst owners in sports? It's him. It's Dan Snyder. They're bad. I don't know what it is. They they want to win. It's just they don't know what they're doing.
1: Well, and I think I think some of these guys coming in free agencies are younger guys, you know, we people our age and older look at the Garden, Madison Square Garden, as the mecca, the epic. We want to play there. All these great things have happened. These young generation don't care about that. They're not thinking about that. No. Right. So it's not an attraction of, a, you know, free agents to go there. And it really, actually, it really hasn't been. Most of the free agents go to like the Lakers, Miami, Warm other places, you know, yeah, no, not, state tax,
0: no state, yeah. no state income
1: taxes. You know, Carmelo Anthony was the last one, the, the last big free agent, him and Amari Stoudemire. But like, nobody's yeah. going to New York to play ball. Like it's like a, It's not a thing, Uh, you know, and until they start drafting better, these these New York teams ain't going anywhere, man. So, you know, I mean, only
0: I mean, apparently the Yankees and the Mets and I wish I watched baseball, (laughs) you know, like I I was into it because apparently they're doing well. Both teams, I think they're doing pretty well. But other than basketball. Yeah, I don't know what is, you know, Knicks are still rebuilding. I know they paid a lot of money to a guy that I did not know until the playoffs. No, didn't know what Brons, Bronson was or who he was, mm-hmm. but I was like, "Oh, he's actually pretty decent."
1: Jaylen, yeah, so Over, they overpaid for him.
0: We'll give him a yeah. hundred million. I don't know how the pay works anymore. <laughs> you know, like, I don't get it.
1: But I think everybody gets a hundred million
0: in the NBA. Yeah, I. That's the going rate. I, I've heard down the radio. It was like that's the going rate for starting a guard. I'm like, yep. okay, that's the starting rate. Then you know, so so be it. But you know, I I don't know what's gonna happen if, if another trade happens. I'll we'll talk about it. Um they may actually play to see cuz what they want i don't know who who's available to give they want everything for durant and rightfully so i mean Durant is still in his prime there's only a, there's only
1: ones. maybe 5 guys that i think are untradeable that you know you wouldn't give up for durant so yeah you should i mean he, he's that he is that guy that can get you some wins but he's going to need help cuz he's not a leader or at least he <laughs> needs to be surrounded by guys that are um a little more strong minded to hold him accountable, you know he he did well with the Warriors, and he won those chips because he didn't. He just needed to score. You know he had other guys. Oh, There's yeah. a system there. They had a winning, uh, winning uh, coach. They had a winning um, what do you call uh, uh, culture? Culture exactly. Thank you. So he just needed to be himself. Going to another team like Brooklyn and starting starting something new with a couple other superstars, he's just not that dude. Like he's no. not that guy. He's a guy that's gonna play really well at a high level of basketball, high efficiency scored a crazy clip you know like he's a bucket but that's not there's a you need more than that to win a and chip that, and that's
0: fine so, because not everyone need to do everything right like yeah you asked him to be a better defender he could defend if he if he wants to i think what going back to lebron and i'm not a lebron guy but I, I, it's a little too much of lebron slander i understand he the way he made super teams but he's not the first he wasn't the first guy to do a super team it happened in boston so he, he, it's not but the idea that, you know, Le- LeBron's Cleveland ring is the biggest ring, like, of all the championships. That's the most important. I, he took yeah. Cleveland to a championship. If you look at and, everything
1: involved, you're right, yeah.
0: And he actually took it. He was down 3-1.
1: Like, that's impossible. And like, be the team really, that won the most regular season games in the history of basketball. You
0: can't take that from LeBron, no matter how much you think LeBron whines and cries and pretends he's reading and he's not reading anything. All the issues are he's in social <laughs> issues, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. All those things you can criticize him. He won that chip for Cleveland. It doesn't matter. That's the most important ring he ever he's ever gonna have. Yep. Kevin could be like, hey, listen, all right, Kyrie. Yeah, you we can't depend on you. You're weird. You take two weeks off for reasons we don't know. Not even the vaccine stuff. Like, you're just weird. All right, go. I'm gonna build this on my own or die trying. Mm-hmm. And we would have given him more props. And he's like, Nah, I don't want to do that. He's, <laughs> that
1: yeah, he, and it, it's it's I don't know. I I you know, KD's a great. Basketball player, but you know, if anything, I'm more of a actually more of a Irving Kyrie fan than I am a KD fan. All things considered, that's just me. I like I like Irving's game. I think he's just in his head on other things, non basketball related.
0: And off of Twitter, man, he has to get
1: both of them. They got you know James Harden needed to get out of the strip club, hanging with little baby. You know, these guys are just about
0: that one. I'm like, at least he's doing something productive. Well, hanging out with
1: well, not big booty girls.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) rather. (laughs) <laughs> what do you rather do be on your phone trying uh, to challenge everyone about your legacy or be at the uh magic city? Uh,
1: uh facts. Okay. Yeah, you, like, you, no. You're right. You're right.
0: You're right. You're right.
1: You're right. <laughs> All right. I think we good <laughs> we segue. Want,
0: good segue. Good segue. <laughs> um so 90s hip hop. So for me, that's where my love of hip hop grown was growing because you know I was born in 1984, growing up, uh really my dad introduced me to hip hop, I think. Every morning, or when he came home from work, he'll turn that radio. You know those radios back then. There wasn't internet, guy. <laughs> not yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, Listen to Hot ninety seven. That's a big uh, radio station here. Yeah. Um. Listen to you know Angie Martinez in the afternoon, yeah. Flex in the evenings, and um just listening to this great music. You know, and it, it it was just hitting. I mean, from you know from like like I said from nineteen ninety one where I think, um. West Coast was the West Coast stuff was kind of coming in. Uh, yeah. I, I think I I, I, think I you could check me, check uh, my dates if it makes any sense. I think uh, Boys in the Hood came out in '91.
1: I gotta check oh, the that movie, out. yeah. I think '91, '92, 90, something like that. Yeah, that
0: um, sounds right. And I've seen that movie 10,000 times, even though I was probably too young to, <laughs> to listen to it or watch it. it. Had a great soundtrack, and such a
1: great movie, man. I mean,
0: yeah, Ricky. Poor Ricky, you know, why did he run the straight line? We always say that. Why he why he didn't do a slot? But he was in the alley. But you know what I mean? But uh, but just, you know, just getting like in the culture because, you know, especially that, you know, that kind of music was happening. A lot of the rappers were in my neighborhood. Just, you know, the style, the way they spoke. um, That's where I think hip hop really got into the mainstream in the 90s. Yeah. Um. The sh- the the shows, all the sitcoms that came out from uh Living Color or Living Single, or Martin, all was heavily influenced with hip hop yeah. themes, and some of them even came to do like cameos. Like
1: Biggie was-, was in uh, Martin. I remember that episode where Biggie yeah. was in Martin. Yeah, that was a that was a big deal. Yeah. Um,
0: So, like the boy, and Tupac
1: was in a different world, right? With Jada Pika Smith. I think it was uh, Tupac had, yeah, he was making movies above the rim. He was doing uh, Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson. So, hip hop in the 90s for me, you know, the 80s set the tone, but the 90s took it to the next stratosphere. You know what I mean? Like, like you're saying, it really became more mainstream and it became where the, the rappers were on TV or in movies. And we didn't really see that on that level anytime before that. So,
0: yeah. Um, and um t- TV, right? Like instead of watching you know public access access channels, watching music videos, now they're on uh, cable because that's when I started to have cable, you know, cable well the legal cable box back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> the legal cable box. It was the magic box, it was amazing. Uh I forgot how long it worked for, but you've I don't even know how I even got the hookup. Somehow someone in, in the neighborhood knew how to get these boxes. So you get to watch all, all the the naughty, ch- <laughs> the naughty channel. Sound like a
1: such an old man. I never, I never had that box, man. I never had
0: that box. Yeah, me in Brooklyn, man. You gotta, that's you know we, obviously we didn't follow the rules then, but uh, <laughs> but even that just regular cable, right? Like watching BT, you know, um, MTV. They were starting the show because that's where everyone was listening to. So like a lot yeah. of the music videos, the amount of money they were investing. I think that's when Hype Williams really like. That's the only music director music video director i kind of know because he just took everything and just made it super cinematic like yeah. everything has to be like a movie yeah. um i don't know did belly come out in in the 90s
1: belly was uh 97 98 i think not yeah it was later night maybe 90 i can't remember but it was definitely in the 90s like uh, 98
0: 98
1: yeah later nineties. cmx nah that's the AZ. best uh intro oh my god Identical i like that movie a lot of people don't i didn't like the ending, I thought, was they, you know eh, questionable, but overall, yeah. um, the star power. I thought Dmx did a good job in that movie. I thought, you know, I thought he was. I, did, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. Um. But the, the 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 beginning, man, where they're going in there, robbing, and they got the music in the background, the black cool. and white with the black. I mean, just absolutely amazing, man. I mean, just it. Yeah. That that takes me. It's nostalgic, you know for sure.
0: So and. You know we can, and I was, you know, I forgot. Will Will Smith jumped in, and and he started the Fresh Prince of Bel Air in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it's so many things, and so I guess we can kind of come down. Like, okay, what artists from the nineties really resonated with you, grabbed you? You've you know mm-hmm. listened to all their stuff, or like that. That what was the go to rappers for you yeah. during that
1: time? For me, uh, you know, the first rap album and I've said this before, I bought was uh, it was written. Nas. So I listened to a lot of Nas. I bought that album. Then I got the Elmatic. Um, so for me, you know, it was Nas. It started with Nas. And then I then I transitioned into like this, this phase of like this like bone thugs and West Coast rap and Dre. And like I started listening to that kind of stuff because my friend group and my cousins, that's what they liked. But I really liked the the, the, the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So um the popular stuff wasn't necessarily East Coast with the people that I was hanging with, but I still liked it, right? So for me, you know, the guys in the 90s and some of them, some of them made m- music in the later 90s, like 96 to 97, 98, and then transitioned also to, that, to, to to the 2000s. But for me, it's Biggie, it's pop, it's the East Coast, West Coast. Like there's never been anything like that. And what happened is just extremely tragic, but also poetic in some ways. These guys, you know, it was just such an odd time. Right. Yeah. And the two biggest hip hop stars. Imagine. Imagine, you know, Drake, let's just say, and uh, I don't know, throw out another big name in hip hop right now.
0: Well, right who's, now, who's, you who's say, you say, around his age, you can say Kendrick. You say, okay, so let's well, say Kendrick um,
1: and Drake are beefing, and both of these guys die within, you know, 18 months or six, um, a year and a half, whatever it was. That, I mean, that's crazy, right? That'd be like, you know, at that time, it was the biggest news in, in music, really. Yeah, but me, I remember, Biggie, I remember where I
0: was when uh, those yeah. both of them, I knew I, I I know Tupac. I was in the kitchen because we had TV in the kitchen and I was watching uh, MTV, they were reporting it. And you're like, nah, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, it's like because he remember a couple of way before he got shot a billion times, didn't yeah. die, made us Hail Mary, which is one of the most devastating
1: um, diss tracks I ever listened to. Oh, dude, yeah,
0: he was, but he was like. I took five, took it and smiled. I'm like, damn, that was a cold line. I mean,
1: <laughs> like, uh... Pac was Pac was different, man. Plus, the stuff he was doing before he went to death row was, you know, very powerful music. Keep your head up, you know, dear mama, Brendan's got a baby. Like Pac was that dude. Pac was yeah. that guy, right? So for me, you know, Biggie Pac, Nas, obviously, he's my number one. Um, you know, Jay Z came in at the end, DMX 9798, DMX's album his intro you know his 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 dark and Hellside, high and then he had two albums in one year dmx was on top in the last the later part of the 90s dmx was that guy like dmx was very different um a lot of energy we didn't see a lot of energy kind of guys because he would he had the hype hype mentality right but he also you know he's taking his shirt off rappers wasn't doing stuff like that you know he's 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 had all the energy but then he also had like a story and some lyrics and uh he was he was yeah, I think a, lot of a of because, rider,
0: you know? His first album, uh Tupac was was, was released in ninety-two. 92. Yeah, oh, yeah uh Tupacalypse Now. Uh-huh. So he was a roadie, he was a dancer, he so I think he knew how to perform.
1: Digital underground, uh, yeah.
0: And uh and he's also did juice. That's another really good movie.
1: Well, Omar yeah. Epps, uh, got the other two. I think that was like his first movie. I'm pretty sure he played. this yeah, and was like like He
0: he could like I said he can act. Uh, and he acted like a like a legit villain. I'm like, damn, this guy's kind of crazy. Yeah. But just going back to like the East Coast West Coast, I think a little bit of it was some jealousy there. West Coast music was more popular. They just they just I mean Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, was, Snoop Dogg's yeah. debuted. It, they, I mean, it was mostly like Dre beats was just ridiculous. And New York, you know, I guess the East Coast had to catch up. And I think a lot of it was some some issues where the West Coast, like, well, we're making better music than you guys. Mm-hmm. And then it got into some, you know, weird personal beef. And then that, that's, I think that's what kind of exploded because NWA was still kind of there. It was a lot of, yeah, whatever Dr. Drake was putting out, was just like bangers and and east coast was still trying to catch up i mean Nas didn't necessarily you know he was still 17 years old i mean um live at the barbecue was in 91
1: yeah he was he he was he was a kid and you had like you know 93 i believe doggy style came out that was a snoop's doggy style was a game changer for i mean that was a huge album right and you know so the west coast definitely had it and i feel like when we started getting towards the latter part of the 90s, you had Nas was a little more refined, Jay-Z comes out with Reasonable Doubt, DMX hits, Big Pun comes out, two classic albums by Biggie. So then the New York kind of, you know, when Biggie stepped in, it was kind of like, all right, I'm the king of New York, but I'm kind of the king of rap regardless of what area we're going to talk, right? Um, And then you had Outkast coming in, you know, Southern Playlistic, 94, they did Aquaman, I believe, 98. So then you had you know bone thugs 95 96 like then you had other people kind of doing their thing cat then you know you had cash money in the latter part of the 90s no limit so then it became like not just east and west you had all these other south and everything else north um and it's it's the best era for hip hop in my opinion for those reasons cuz you had you had every kind of part of the map kind of like represented in a good way right and and you had different types of vibes of music and different beats, different stories, different, you know, party music or more storytelling. And that's why 90s to me is number one, man. And, you know, my Mount Rushmore for 90s is Big Epoch, Nas. And uh, it's hard for me. I don't know who to pick between DMX and Jay-Z because I feel like that DMX album is just crazy. And for me, Jay-Z is a little more of a 2000s for me because he's had so much longevity. I put him in more in the the 2000s, Um, you know, but those are my guys in that era for me, man.
0: Um, Garden State, though, do a really good point right here. Puffy saved New York at the time. You can say what you want, but Puffy was visionary and made bad boy. He absolutely. Right. I mean, he first started with an, <laughs> a, being an AR and he, yeah, because he grabbed uh Biggie. And I think Biggie, when he was doing it, I don't know if he was 100% thinking that he was going to blow up, but he was still, tr- he was still on the corners, yeah, he was still hustling, he, in, in, you know. Puffy had to kind of bring him in, like, no, this is actually going to work. Come on. And he was bringing on really great acts. That's why I, I yeah, I have mixed feelings about P. Diddy because clearly something is wrong with him where he just felt like he's a vampire. He just sucks all of the energy out of artists. <laughs> like, I mean, Craig Mag gone. Uh, one song uh, that my father played a thousand times in a row, and I'm going be honest, I never got tired of it Black Rob with Whoa. He
1: oh, whoa. A song. Bang over and or and I used to put it over that, yeah,
0: anthem, right? <laughs> like, he he passed. Like, what's happening? Like, and, yeah. and people always saying, Yo, Puffy, you, you didn't pay. It's just a lot of weird stuff. But when well, Shine, there, Shine, went,
1: Shine went to jail for uh, him, you know, you got Mace <laughs> went to the Lord. Uh, you know, he uh, he has a lot of that, but at the end of the day, he's a visionary, he's a hustler. Uh, he started his career as an AR, like you're talking about. He, he did a uh, jodeci he was jodeci's like fashion design guy he was the guy to help jodeci w- what clothes they were going to wear what? And, like the Is image
0: saying that yeah i can see it. i can see it
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> no, so he funny. was yeah. he was that guy yeah. you know so so yeah puffy's you know puffy's all over but you know it i just like the 90s because you know you got so many different you know bravos in here shout out to bravo he's talking yeah. about scarface and ghetto boys i mean and, and that's like down south you know so there's everything and for me like i listen to a lot of bone thugs man like they were big in Chicago and Cleveland, obviously in that area. Um, but a lot of and that that was these guys are singing, they're singing, and you can't understand half what they're saying. But the beats and everything, the melodies were so great, right? And and so there's just so much uh, positive yeah. stuff from the <laughs> '90s, man.
0: I, yeah. re- I think when, I remember Crossroads. I think it came out. I've def- I think I definitely was in junior high. And people were trying to recite what the hell they were saying. And, and Crossroads was, like, uh, I was 13. Yeah,
1: I think 13 or 14. Yeah,
0: it was just, we weren't able to catch up with the lyrics. Like <laughs> And it's different between rapping fast and mumble rapping. Yeah. They were not mumbling. They were just really, really fast. Like, Twisted really is not a, rumble, a mumble rapper. It's just so fast. It's not the same compared to, I guess at this point last 10 years of rap mumbling and i don't know what like what are you saying migos i don't know what but it sounds good so like whatever yeah um but if you go if you could talk about or in your mind this is a hard question because i I didn't throw this out yet Mm -hmm. what is the biggest rap group of the 90s
1: oh god i got oh that's a tough one and i'm glad you brought that up great segue my dude so i guess i got a got some notes but rap groups were so big in the 90s and we don't see them anymore i think everyone, I mean, everyone we wants don't, to do their own thing we don't see them and some of it's the Nigos best albums and best, yeah. facts, <laughs> facts. but some of the best albums of the 90s right if you made a top 10 albums of the 90s half three or four of them are going to be prop or half of them are going to be from groups so obviously you got wu-tang 36 chambers forever like wu-tang is, is so classic uh, they're mainstream now. People still love you know Wu Tang. They got the merchandise, like the symbols yeah. fantastic. They got a lot of different great MCs, but they got producers, you got Jizzy, you got Rizzy, you got, I mean, the list goes on on. Ghostface Killer, Met the Man, Old D- Old Dirty Bastard, uh, you got uh, uh Raekwon um, the chef. On, like, there's just so many, right? Uh Met the Man, right? But for me, I you know, you gotta put Wu Tang there. I'm a you know, I can't leave out Tribe Called Quest mob deep i mean i used to listen to mob deep and i thought i was tough like i would i mean i turn on a mob deep album and i'm just like yeah, having with, with the producing the producers of those,
0: he was, deep was crazy
1: you know bone thugs you know obviously outcast the roots we don't talk about them enough how talented those brothers were black oh, dog i mean i mean you know fantastic you know we got cypress hill eight ball and mjg people oh i love them. that. i used to listen yeah. i mean the locks, bad boy, right? The locks. I mean, Jadakiss, chic and uh, peace uh, P- style. They still
0: doing it too. Still, still doing
1: it. You know, Ghetto Boys. N.W.A. was part of that. Uh, uh, Digital Planets. Uh, uh, the Fuji's, You know, um, there was one. That, I mean, that's enough right there. I mean, Beastie Boys made some classic albums. I mean, there's so many great hip hop groups in the '90s, and as you get into the 2000s, some of those groups stayed together but they started to fade as the 2000s started going on and mm-hmm. you get the 2010s ain't no groups man you had like you know you had like clicks you had like record labels right like maybe it's cash money or whatever right but you didn't have them making like a whole bunch of albums that were great together it was just more like a group and they each individually did their thing but the hip hop groups i mean wu-tang's probably going to be on most people's top list just because of some of the you know the albums that they made. And I think they have a lot. I think the one thing with Wu Tang is, um, they don't have like a lot of commercial big, big, big hits. They don't have number one albums or number one hits or anything like that, but they have like that, that logo and that marketing behind It's just amazing. And I think, you know, a lot of people push them and they have so many different personalities that also had great careers on their own, whether it's, uh, method man or, uh, um, all you know, Raekwon, Ghostface Killers got some classic albums personally yeah. by himself. So I mean, those are some of the groups I think of. Uh, Bone Thugs was probably Bone Thugs and, Mo- and Mob Deep were probably the two that I listened to the most as far as just groups, and then followed by Outkast. And I've listened to like Wu Tang and some of the other ones later in life, but I mean, when I was in middle school, bro, it was Bone Thugs, and then a little bit after that, get to high school, it was Mob Deep. Those are the those are like the two that I really, really, really listened to the most that were groups at least yeah uh
0: i think yeah i think i think wu-tang because of the sheer number of really extremely talented rappers mm-hmm. that went on to do their own thing ugk is some UGK. The group. <laughs> it, 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 a few people throwing a chat uh this is a smart chat they just know they just know all the, the, the great rappers there's still there's there's a song, um, I don't know if it's the first album, Murder. I don't know if you you've listened to that song.
1: Uh from uh UGK. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um Yeah. I still listen every once in a while and Bumby, like he just he's he just he's in a super saiyan mode and he's just mm-hmm. destroying his track with this, it's just the layers and it's, it's an interesting video uh video on YouTube where T I is explaining all of the the lyrics that he's that Bumble is saying about the drugs and what mm-hmm. he's calling, you know, the, the day names. And it's just so funny because you know T I likes to use his vocabulary. Yeah. Um it's a very really entertaining video. But yeah, uh UGK is definitely one of my favorites. I still listen um to this day. But yeah, I, I mean, remember I there think- was uh,
1: another group, uh Pope Imp and Do or Die. That was one of the first CDs I listened to. Uh, from my cousins in Chicago and I would come back to St. Louis and like my friends in St. Louis didn't really know about it. And I'm listening to it. Like, What is this? And I'm like, this is new, this is new stuff, man. Pull pimping, do or die, backseat of a caddy, chop it up and do or die. Like, and it had twister in there. Like, you know, I remember walking the neighborhood with the headsets on and just listening to that song on repeat. I mean, there's so many like good groups that just had maybe one or two good songs and didn't do a whole lot after necessarily. Um, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Master Ace. I'm familiar.
2: Yeah, I've heard of my you know, yeah, They had
1: a lot of like like bass music for your cars. My cousins, you know, got me onto Master yeah. Ace. Like there's just so many, it's just nostalgic, man. There's so many great groups, and they, they don't you just don't see groups anymore. And it's kind of sad because I think sometimes if you let your egos go to the side and you you get a couple guys together, you can make great music because maybe one guy's a good producer, one guy has got the beats, one guy's a good writer. You know, that's what Wu Tang does. That's what NWA did, and they had a lot of success, right? But yeah. now everybody wants to do it on their own, so it's just a different kind of music, different vibe.
0: Yeah, I think if I had my be- my favorite groups was, was I would say if I could say three, mm-hmm. it's yes yeah, Wu Tang, a Tribe Called Quest, and Outcasts. Yeah, I love Bone Thugs and Harmony. I probably listen to a lot. I probably listen to a good amount of Bone Thugs because they've been they make good music even after the nineties. But yeah, Outcast was super strong. A Tribe Called Quest, they just yeah. Guys. I mean, rest in peace to uh, Five
1: Dog. They don't have skins yeah, on those albums. Good. There's not no. skins. There's not. And skids they were
0: on kind of albums. fit. They fit with my vibe because they're not gangsters or anything. They're just trying to talk yeah. to chicks. They're just trying to, you know, they're trying to do their thing. So I, I, it's related to them more. same thing with All Like they're not necessarily they weren't gangsters either. They they live in hell yeah. and whatnot, but those just resonate with me personally. Um, but with like Wu Tang, yeah, it's just too many good songs. Um, the like I said, the vibe, their brand, their marketing, they. They love those movies. Every time, you know, I know it's been a minute since I went to the uh, barbershop, but when you went to the barbershop back in the day, in the 90s, you walked in, they're watching a poorly dubbed uh, martial arts movie where the lips that they're saying is not matching and there's a bunch of good fighting scenes. Yeah. Especially the ones where I don't know if you watch uh, hidden, hidden, what's it? Hidden tiger crouch. I forgot, but basically the
1: Crouching ones
2: where you're
0: flying in the, in the air. Yeah. Yeah. They're running over, like they're running while like swords are like jumping on swords. Like it's like platforms, like that kind of stuff. You sit and get your hair cut while they are watching that. Like that was, and that's how I think Wu-Tang kind of took that whole thing. And, yeah. You know, Shaolin and stuff like that. Um, going back to the old DB, Another song my father would play a thousand times. Shimmy Shimmy Y'all.
1: Shimmy Yeah. Shimmy, <laughs> and
0: Brooklyn too. Yeah. <laughs> like over and over again. And I love really?
1: Brooklyn. Like those two, I can
0: could, I could listen to those on repeat. Like it's, it's him just raw. Like ODB. ODB. Was he had lot. like a performance, was... a charisma and he didn't give an F. He would talk about getting food stamps. He talked about, I remember watching an interview on MTV talking about uh, getting gangoria. Several times, I was like, No one asked, bro. I'm I missed
1: like, miss that interview. Oh, I'm sure it's
0: on YouTube. He's all he has a mic talking about. He got burnt. I'm like, All right, That's man. Right. I calmed him or something. Like
1: that. And he had a whole bunch of kids, though, too. Did not I know he did? Probably, sure. yeah. I think yeah, he had I mean, a son of like eight or nine kids or something. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. Like, his, I saw his son was on a show, uh, the Love and Hip Hop, maybe he was on something. I saw his son, and he had his dad's look, and he was kind of, you know biting the style a little bit but maybe paying homage but yeah odb was cool he's a character i mean i i had the album where his food stamp cover on the front well you know <laughs> it, it's cool that. but it's not an album like i remember a couple songs like the ones you just mentioned but it wasn't like an album i listened to a lot you know i hear you what
0: i mean on top of your head since you know wu-tang is probably yeah, probably the probably the best uh um, 90s group right? it, it, i think arguably but i think it is Of all the members, what do you know the album that you love the most? Of all the members, uh,
1: Ghostface Killers got the album I like the most. Um, I forget the name of it right now, but that's the one Ghostface for me was the guy just lyrically and everything else. And his wordplay was good. Raccoon was good, Rayquan the Chef was good. Um, Hmm. Met the Man, I like Met the Man, but I like like some of his songs he did with other people more than the song he did with Biggie on uh, the Ready to Die album, the song yeah, you yeah. do with Mary J, you know. Method Man's cool, but Ghostface was my guy for Wu-Tang overall.
0: I think of all of them, it's probably Wake, uh, Raekwon um, only built for Cubans because yeah. he, had, he had a song with uh, yeah. Nas, ver- Verbal Intercourse, and that is, again, it. it Nas just comes in and he's like, I'm going to just destroy everything, but Raekwon can keep up with anybody. Yeah, and I like the fact that he, regardless of what albums they had, like individual albums, they always had each other in the album. So like even it had, I think in one of the, uh, album covers, uh, Ghostface Killers with him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they always made sure they took care of each other. So I think that's why they probably sticked around. And I think the reason why we don't see many rap groups anymore is the money is in probably being mm-hmm. by yourself. You know, like even like like I said, one right now that's really popular is Migos, and I think they're breaking up or I think they're having some issues. So. I think everyone wants to be their own guy back then, nineties where you rapped and you had someone else sing the hook, someone who could sing
2: mm-hmm.
0: on the hook. Now it's, I'm going do the whole thing. I'm going to sing and rap damn Drake. Drake, you're going to mess up everybody. Like now we got, <laughs> a, you kind of you could sort of carry a tune and you're going to sing. your. Yeah. Hook. And Con- sing Kanye
1: it. does the same thing. You know, they, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like, yeah, they can't a sing bit, a little bit. Yeah. They
0: can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah.
1: Um very true, very true. Oh, this is actually a good question. I don't know if
0: you want to jump in on this one. Uh Garden State, yeah.
1: I saw it. I said az. Uh, like,
0: ah yeah, and then you die. Yeah. And at least
1: on I, that particular verse, you know.
0: Yeah. I think if we're gonna go into underrated 90s rappers, mm. AZ is probably one of my most underrated rappers. Uh I yeah. wish he was more uh, appreciated and famous um when you hear people talk az is like no one says he can't rap no one says he can't put down and for some reason like you, a song like that jumps in you think that would be like nas live at the barbecue where he just you know 17 year old just destroys like who, who is this guy we gotta put him on and yeah but for some reason it just never worked out but that's like if all the rappers and i have some other ones like cannabis people don't like
1: uh oh, did you like say cannabis say
0: cannabis like it's the drug.
1: uh i had him on my overhyped list really <laughs> oh i gotta uh, yeah keep going though i want i want to I see maybe we have some cross sections here. It,
0: it, it, well i, I was not a cannabis guy. Was, uh i know he has some issues with uh ll I, I i thought his debut album was pretty strong i thought his uh this yeah. album this track was pretty good
1: yeah he had cannabis' is best first of- was on the firm album he came in and he did the I can't remember the I can't remember the song, but he has a, 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 a feature on the firm album that was you know A yeah. Z and you know Dr. Dre produced and Nas and uh, Foxy and uh, Nature and uh, yeah, like that's his best verse to me. And then he had a beef with LL. He made it, you know, but I wasn't a cannabis guy at all.
0: I think for me, why it he's a very he's a different personality. Sometimes, yes, we like lyrics. And you say you like lyrics. But then sometimes someone could be so lyrical. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Like, <laughs> is the song? So I think, so if you listen yeah, to a yeah, lot yeah. of this stuff now, it's just so up there and a lot of metaphors and a lot of, and sometimes he'll just be rapping and rapping and rapping. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it. This is really good. Where's the song? Like, what's yeah, the, yeah. Like, where's yeah. the hits? He's
1: like, too, and, he's doing too much. He's being too cute. Like, he's like trying too hard, maybe.
0: And I think, you know, they have some people more like pure, like you know, pure lyricist rap. This is real hip hop, That like kind of that KRS one kind of yeah. get off my lawn kind of thing. This is real rap. Like, yeah, but this ain't, this ain't put in the radio. People ain't blasting in their car. I still to listen to the first probably two albums of his. Um, maybe if he had more, and that's the thing too, when he was, when the first album he had, he was with, I think, Wyclef. He was, Wyclef oh, yeah. knows how to make a, uh i guess a mainstream kind of arts if for some reason they had an issue and he was kind of was like i'm just gonna go and just keep rapping rapping do this high level a lot of lyricism with no like no good hook
1: yeah no production he's like well then I it's not gonna hyped. work yeah.
0: yeah yeah but it's interesting you said overhyped uh um, oh yeah I, he, I
1: got him on my overhype. they have a battle show.
0: rapper i don't know anyone would mess with him i would not rap, battle rap oh i would not recommend anyone to battle rap him like he's he's very good it's just he can't make a hit yeah, I think that's you just can't make a good song, like yeah. you know, in terms of listening to it. Yeah. Um. What else is we'll consider it's overrated, underrated? But yeah, I think A Z is underrated. What, what's your underrated list? If you say um,
1: underrated? Uh, I had Ghostface Killer on. I don't think we talk about him enough. I had Common. Um. Uh. Big Pun. Big Pun. Capital Punishment is to me. Uh. Classic hip hop album, and it's not because he's Puerto Rican and he's representing <laughs> that's maybe a little bit, but you got to understand in high school, he that comes out. And I'm like, who's this big fat Puerto Rican dude? Let's talk about from, him. Let's talk Let's about talk. him. So, Big Pun was, I mean, lyrically phenomenal, yeah, could rap fast, could slow it down. Wow. Also, another dude, Can you explain do do that? I don't,
0: that? Was I, I, don't, pounds.
1: Dude, I don't, but you know, <laughs> he, there's no skips on That album, it's a class, it's a hip hop classic in my book Capital Punishment. The skits, the interludes, it's fantastically produced. It's funny,
2: really funny, dude. It's,
1: it's it's funny, he but you know, he's a good storyteller. Um, mm-hmm. packing the Mac in the back of the act is this little skit he did with Cuban Link. Like, it's just a phenomenal album. There's no skips, I know every song on an album, so he doesn't get enough due, but he only had two, and the second album he, he made. Was uh, right, you know, he passed away similar to Biggie, and then his album comes out, so really sad, actually.
0: Um, yeah, but you yeah, know, that fat that Joe, um, Big Pun yeah. Twins, every once in a while, I listen to Deep Cover 98. Oh, Deep Cover, he has, has that Deep lyric, man. he has that deadline. That I can't, I'm not even gonna try to,
1: it's just I did middle, middle, delete, yeah, yeah, middle man in Italy. It's
0: like, yo, how did that? And it's clear, it's not again, rapping fast, you still able to. Uh, pronounce the words yeah yeah definitely pun 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 was the guy again if he would have i think a lot of his issues was obviously eating and they they were telling yeah, him he, he d- stop yeah, and he wouldn't stop he would perform yeah. sitting down because yeah. he couldn't stand up for too long like a i mean you gotta he,
1: he was when he was younger uh when he was just a street dude good looking dude was small skinny got with his wife got blew up then he got money never had it and then you yeah. started eating good you know so but he's on my list most deaf Uh, completely underrated, Um, uh, Red Man, you know, the chats mentioned some of those guys, most definitely, I mean, fantastic couple albums. Um, uh, Eminem had one album in the nineties and that was his LP, the the Slim Shady LP or whatever, like this first album. Um, That album to me, um, I wasn't a big fan of it because like he was just talking too crazy for me, you know, like talking about putting his mom in trunks and killing his baby mama. Like I couldn't relate to it, but then, you know, I think he got better as time went along, but you know Eminem did have an album in the nineties. Some of us did you know listen
0: that, to but... his real first album that came out in nineteen ninety six? No, name Inf- is called Infinite. No, never. It's on. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's actually on Spotify. I I I'm was listening to it down on down YouTube, uh-huh. uh, and had a full album there. It's, How is it? It's okay. He's trying to rap like everybody else. Yeah. Like he's actually having a song where he's talking about like everyone having a good time at a party kind of
1: thing. Mm, yeah, that's not the Eminem I want. Yeah, And it is. flopped.
0: That's why Eminem went angry and was like, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. That's why the, yeah. sh- the Slim Shady kind of Alter Ego came out because Infinite was a really well, like the guy can put rhymes together. And he was trying to fit in with everybody else and he realized that, no, dude, you, you gotta do the... Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's he's, just, yeah. You
0: being berserk is just saying outrageous things. <laughs> um but yeah that that that, that came out night yeah i, I but you, everyone says that slim shay is the real first album but no man he released
1: one. i didn't know that thanks for giving me some education man
0: yeah man uh it, it, it's decent you ain't gonna feel i don't think i'm like this is the best thing i ever yeah, heard yeah, yeah. but yeah not every not every debut album is strongest some people it takes a minute to kind of get what works for them Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's 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 you know, I guess it's all about really what, what 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 works for you. Um let's talk about some yeah, you know, some female rappers up in here. Um Yeah,
1: Lauren Hill obviously. Listen, that that oh. the Lauren the cup the, Okay. The thumbnail you pop put out. It's got Lauren Hill like Bro, I need to get that picture. Like, she just looks amazing. Number one, let's just give her a shout out. Yeah, now. she, number I mean,
0: multi talented. <laughs> she can sing really well. She can rap. She can act. She was in a she few movies. I think she was in, uh, what, Sister Act? Sister uh, Act, yeah, yeah. My wife like, loved those two movies. But, uh, she's extremely talented. I mean, that was one of the yeah. best albums ever, so, ever, ever, regardless you could, of genre,
2: like,
1: ever. Facts. Yes, I actually bought. Uh, probably about eight years ago i bought no maybe six years ago i bought my oldest daughter gabby that album because i wanted her just to have it it's like just listen to this when you you know it, it just this is this is really really good music i just want you to listen to this music right and she didn't really know who she was you know but absolutely man i mean and 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 people have been wanting her to do more and it's like why you know she's like i don't i'm good i'm not trying to be part of the machine i'm i, I made my album my classic the Fugees, you know, she was with the Fugees and did her thing. Yeah, over there, so. I, I wish she
0: would made more music. Yeah, because that that song she talks about everything relationships, you know, self image, you know, expressing yourself. Yeah, and yeah. it went for men and women. I mean, um, the the one song where she kind of talks to women, yet you, you know, get yourself together. Men, get yourselves together. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, like it was such an amazing. I'm one like a ten thousand Grammys, and she was like, yeah, hey, I'm done. out yeah <laughs> you know the, yeah. Like, that was it you know you're thinking damn this this made me like the biggest the next biggest uh, star and not everybody's interested in like i said being a part of the machine yeah uh, it could it can it could take away a lot of your soul as you can see like maybe we can really talk about some of the issues the rap industry or just music industry in general how they kind of I always say they take advantage of people. I, I, I will say they take advantage of people and I, yeah. really bad music deals and stuff like that. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, I think I think a lot of it has to do with, and this is music overall and in, in other genres as well. But I think what we have to understand about hip hop, and most of us know, is when you're becoming hip hop artist, you're probably coming from poverty, right? You're coming from a place where you didn't have yeah. a lot. That's part of the why you're making this great music, because you're speaking of a story and it's, it's emotional for you and you're invested and then, okay, you know what? Uh, once you sign this contract, I'll give you a million dollars. You do five albums. It's like a million dollars. What we rich. Mm-hmm. And then that million dollars is gone in a couple of years, but you still got to make albums. And then they still get, they become watered down because they're not great. And, you know, I think we've seen that in hip hop and in R and B actually. And it's, it's, it's sad, but you know, I think what's, what's cool about these young guys now, at least is like, I think they know it so i think some of the younger like the more current people aren't taking advantage as much as some of these 90s artists you know um, right but speaking of women you know you got the brat uh foxy brown little kim missy elliott super duper fly where that was a 90s album um you know those are some of the ones i had written down for me at least
0: yeah i love missy because she came out of nowhere. she wasn't showing her body like in terms of mm-hmm. trying she was just i'm gonna wear a trash bag and then i'm going to make you <laughs> laugh it will be interesting yeah uh, Tim, timbaland with the beach is just going to destroy everything and it's going to be catchy it doesn't matter you you're going to enjoy yeah. this and yeah i think yeah definitely i think it, it was super amazing i love the videos they were interesting they were creative. It people dancing it, it was just it was a lot going on and yeah I, I i loved everything and, and i wish she'd made more music you know what i mean like she kind of did her thing and then she kind of uh fell back but yeah yeah damn it, it was a really good a really good uh career that she had i'm trying to think of like what's the best year of the 90s in terms of hip-hop releases Ooh,
1: you know what um, that's a great question for me 95 through 97 yeah. I think yeah. you know, it's hard. I couldn't pick one year, but if you go ninety five to ninety-seven, that's your, your classics are right in that three-year window, in my opinion. As far as yeah, the 90, yeah. as far as the nineties go. You know, Jay-Z had an album, Biggie, Pac, Nas, Outcast. I mean, there's just so the list goes on and on. I mean, uh, Fuji's Mob Deep was in that area, Pac. Um 95-97 for me is 95 through 97 for me is a three the best three year run in hip hop, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, um, I'm looking at '98, and that's where Big Pun came in. That was mm-hmm. actually when DMX, uh, DMX came album in. came in. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a pretty strong. That's a pretty strong uh, a strong preview. year. I'm wondering when when did Big L came in? I mean, he, you know, he was only there for a quick minute, but '94, uh, maybe. Uh, let me check yeah, that. Maybe, let me check that. Big L. That's Big another album. That,
1: you um, know, I was listening to his album the other day. I said it to you. Um, yeah, man
0: unfortunately yeah 95 lifestyles of the poor yeah. and dangerous
1: um i think he had a yeah. mixtape or something before but, but i believe his, so. his his one album that he actually made that was a, like technically an album was that one yeah
0: yeah uh yeah, apparently he was a victim of uh gang violence that was aimed at his family not directly intended for him but he was still in the hood doing you know just yeah. living in his community and he was one of those guys if you because i think jay-z and dane was trying to sign him They hmm. knew the time jay-z was actually on the album uh just like you know just jumped in with the rest of them very good he was yeah he, yeah, he
2: would have went uh, place.
1: he was wild he yeah. yeah
0: yeah he was wild he, i mean some of the lyrics he would throw in there like damn, like yeah <laughs> uh that's hey but ba- you know what? back then you was able to say more now if you put that album out even the eminem slim shady you couldn't put that album out,
1: right? You were like, <laughs> no, "No, you, you know, I can't you release can, this." He canceled. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been canceled
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, Marty had a, a good comment right here. Bad Boy Records. Bad Boy. yeah. That's man. why I have a, such a conflicted feeling about them because yeah, they they Puffy was grabbing. He had yeah, he had Biggie. He had Mace. He had R and B acts. He had Total. He had one twelve.
1: The Locks. The lot
0: you had all the like a solid group and he was pushing it like so uh I think Garden State said before, they it was him keeping what uh East Coast in some kind of relevance because it wasn't no one cared, it was all about what Dr. Dre was producing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he did all those, you know, Puffy did all those people wrong in <laughs> one way or another. Like it just <laughs> they all just crashed. He had this super powerful uh group of artists. And he floundered. I don't know where total is. Faith Evans. Like, I, where are yeah, they?
1: Faith Evans. Yeah, man. I don't know. We're missing somebody too. There's a. who else did he? Have? I already mentioned uh Black Rob. There was somebody else he had. Mack. Uh, Greg Mac. Uh uh. Remember G Depp? Remember G Dep. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if
0: G Dep was 90s.
1: I no, like I, I, I think he's early two I think he's early two thousand one. He
0: didn't like rapping on the beat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. But I like the special delivery in the Harlem shape. Yeah, special that.
1: delivery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Big time. Um, why we put in a comment, overrated Mace.
1: You know, um, uh, you know, what do you feel about that? I have my list of overhyped. We can get into that next. What, what's your feelings on Mace?
0: Mace before he put on the shiny sh- suit, actually, because it was Mace was Harlem with Cameron. Harlem World. Yeah. I love I'm a big fan of Cameron. I know some, you know, he could be a little not saying corny, but some, some of the lyrics are a little they feel lazy, but that's just his style. and That's how they they all act like that in hard. And he, he
1: had he had that couple of years, he's all that pink and stuff. He looked, he looked yeah. Like, remember that? remember that? pink. Yeah, yeah.
0: They were wearing it. Like yeah. I'll be in a train station and do come in pink, Tim's, everything pink, pink fitted. Everything. And I'm like, wow, this is this is interesting. Like he actually made that a popular thing. Cameron's a big deal.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: before Mace jumped in and became Cause he was, he was murder mace, and but then Puffy was like, "Listen, you got putting this shiny shit on, cause we're gonna. Yep. Make some You're you're gonna be a pretty boy, mace.
1: Rolex side to side, yeah, all that's coming. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah. yeah, gonna
0: yeah. be feeling. Good. We're gonna put some feeling good type of sample. You're gonna do that. That yeah. You could say yeah. He kind of came in underrated. He didn't. He was just trying to make. He was trying to make the radio hit. So I mm-hmm. I, I, I could I could say if someone said mace is underrated, I'm like yeah or overrated. Overrated. Yeah, overrated. I wouldn't argue against that.
1: Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I had him on my list for overhyped. Uh yeah. Along with uh had cannabis written down. Yeah, yeah. uh I have Will Smith written down. Uh, all right. I think you he's just you know, he's for a certain type, uh you not, do, not for me.
0: Listen, you guys are just trashing because he went crazy and that guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Will Smith real quick. Well, he, you can finish.
1: He had I mean he had some I just not a big yeah, anyways. Um ja rule to me is uh, no yeah ja rules overhyped no. bro he overhyped
0: ran- he 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 was a man for like two three years <laughs> he, last- he
1: was he was but I, and I, I bought the albums i bought them but it, too watered down for me he every it, would, it became too much oh. um <laughs> uh, nelly he, he's a saint louis guy i know nelly to me overhyped that's just that's but we talk opinion. about 90s well, he his country grammar was in the nineties. His first oh, so, album.
0: Oh, you say? Oh, so you don't like that album? Okay. Oh, you are saying yeah, it's yeah, over? Okay. I'm just
1: saying overall, like he, he you know, he started. To, and the, I have one on here that we're probably gonna make a lot of people mad, but I got to be true to myself. Okay, we've mentioned him earlier. Mm-hmm. It's no hate. It's no shade. But just in my opinion, he has one good album, and it's a classic. It is a classic. It could be in the top ten of hip hop albums of all time, and I would not argue with it but he only has one Snoop <laughs> is overhyped in my opinion. He uh, is. He's overhyped. He uh, went to, he went to, he went and, to no limit, no limit. His no limit albums are complete garbage. He didn't, he, he had five, six years what? in a row. He didn't make any good music. So for I me, would, Snoop yeah, Dog is a, Snoop um, Dog is a, he's a, he's a icon. He's a legend. But if you look at all his music, the other twenty guys we named, he's behind all of them. So that's why I say he's overhyped, in my opinion.
2: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to see what else he did. I know what did he do after Dogg came in?
1: He did the Godfather. I think he
0: almost, he almost, he almost went to jail for murder. Mm-hmm. He made some songs about that. That was pretty good. Um, when he left to other platforms, you need Dre. Like, Dr. Dre makes people sound really, really good, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think... Um, I want to say 50 Cent. I think 50 Cent would have made it regardless, but putting him 50 Cent, again, we're not talking about 90s, but...
1: See, look, look at Battle. Battle X-82. Snoop, probably the most overrated rapper of all time.
0: I feel like Snoop got on and he didn't care. And he was like, oh, I was going to make, you know, be famous and make music. That's probably it. I know he went weird, and then we're going, we're going past 90s with he made like a weird album where he started singing sexual uh explosion. Africa.
1: Yeah, he was yeah, he he got, you know, I'm not I'm not talking in the nineties. He's got doggy style. Cool. So which which like, is
0: uh, which is a pretty and then he was on Dre's album too. Like so it's hard to say he's overrated for the nineties though. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Um for the nineties. Overall, yeah. I don't think anyone puts Snoop on their top of anything. Uh, yeah, definitely. You don't think not. so.
1: I think, no. some people, I think some people do because, like you said, he's got a lot of like club banger, like Bob Your Head, boom, boom. He did, you know, yeah. Murder Was a Case and America's Most Wanted with Pac and he's got the Dr. Dre songs and he's, you know, he was just at the Super Bowl. But like after Doggy Style, he doesn't have another good album. He doesn't. He doesn't have one good album after Doggy Style. The Godfather album he did. Trash, everything with no limit, trash. So he's got a few songs sprinkled into other people's albums, but yes, yes.
0: Snoop, Snoop upside your head is probably was not the best. It's nice.
1: I mean, it's just not. It don't do it for you me. Know what, you, you know what? You know what? I'll get. You know what? That's my I'll list. Give you that. I I still want
0: to these. Now. I mean, Doggy Style is pretty good. It no, it is. It's, Juice it, is one of the best songs I ever heard. Like it it is. My It's name? Fan, it's, fan, like, it's a
1: fantastic it. album. It is a. It's a. Cl- it's a hip hop classic. I still have the CD. I still have it. I own it. But after that, nothing. you know what? After, all right,
0: you've been saying nonsense that entire time. But I will give you the the skill <laughs> being overrated now. How Jaru was overrated in the we talking about the nineties? Yeah, ja was the man. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can say he was trying to copy too much of Pac's style,
1: a little bit, and his look, yeah, and his
0: look, Yep. Yeah. Um, but yo, know, Jaru. I mean, now you know he's a punchline. But ja Rule in the nineties, yo. The first two albums is hard. And he was able to still be an aggressive rapper, you know, drug dealer, whatever, whatever, and still make like popular music that we played in the radio. Great point.
1: Great point. Great point. Um, Great. You're
0: not he, was, wrong. He, he was able to hold his own. Like he had a few songs with Jay-Z and uh DMX. He was able to hold his own. So I, I was I, I could see why 2005, and Going on where, yeah, he he went more pop, and then uh, he embarrassed himself going after Fifty Cent, or uh, yeah,
1: whatever and he that did. One, yeah,
0: that's my contention. Now Will Smith, I think you just don't like corny rapper, huh? You don't like the corny. I think you're right. Parents don't understand. You don't like that.
1: I mean, I like it. The summertime song is a great song, and you know, song, like, yeah. you know, but like eh, you know, but I'm just Will Smith is just a little overhyped for me. It's, he's a great actor, but he, for me, rapping wise, it's just a little too. Nah, I that's yeah. not what I'm looking for from my rap at least. So I just
0: okay. can't, All right. Can't get that. Well, you know what? Like i said, I give you the snoop. Uh you said Will Smith. I guess, you know, I you try to I would try to keep at least an idea of okay, a lot of rappers from the 80s, it's hard to to keep it going because, you know, like we talked about last week, it was very, let's say simple, but 90s it just the elevate the complexity of yeah. producing and lyrics. And the style it just was so fast that most I mean, if if Will Smith was really like I'm gonna be a rapper, he wouldn't have started acting, he wouldn't have not been on uh you know a TV show. But once you're on a TV show, you're making how much money per episode you have right. rapping, like right. You know, it'll be all just s it'll be a side hustle. And also, Will Smith he he played in um, bad boys in the nineties. Uh, Independence
1: Day. I watched that yeah. yesterday. Oh, I mean, watched his, yeah, I
0: watched he, that stupid alien movie every four years or something Him and but,
1: him and Forrest Gump are the two biggest actors in the nineties, probably right. Like those yeah, guys like, are
0: maybe, uh, Yeah. So yeah, I think he just not was Forrest started. Gump.
1: Tom Hanks is what I meant. <laughs> oh
0: Tom, yeah, and I, but I, but I, those those yeah, are movie. two actors
1: like you know Tom yeah. Hanks and, and Will Smith were the guys in the nineties, you know. Uh,
0: but yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, what happened? Is it? And again, I don't watch TV. I don't think you watch as much TV as I do either. Like. I don't watch what TV happened either. where hip-hop where they had like really good high-quality TV shows and movies? Like the 90s had it all. Again, are we just being old curmudgeon men where like, they, maybe there are some great TV shows and movies based in hip-hop or uh, rappers acting. I don't know. I don't see it. It's just Ice-T playing, hmm. you know, and he has a couple of one-liners and no one takes him seriously in that in that Law & Order show. Like other than that, yeah. like, 90s was so influenced with they even had you know arsenio hall like they had the talk shows everything was just so in-depth or i guess the, you know hip-hop was so ingrained in the culture i yeah. feel like it's it's a big deal now but i don't see the movies and tv shows the same the way they were in the 90s
1: yeah i think i think you bring up a good point i think in the 90s i think it was like you know coming out of the 80s you know you had the cosby show right and I think the Cosby Show was also in maybe the early part of the '90s. So you saw, yeah, definitely, black, it was, yeah, it was. It you was saw a, like one of the first black families on TV. They were successful. The mom and dad are married. They got these great kids. The wife's, you know, beautiful. She speaks all these languages. Bill Cosby's funny. You know, it was just a great show, right at the time. Like, you know, we didn't know what Bill Cosby was about, but hey, that's fine. But yeah, in the '80s, smart. you know, so then we, transi- <laughs> <laughs> we transition, We transitioned into these great shows. You know, we mentioned some of them earlier that had this cultural. And also hip hop background, you know, uh, uh, Martin. Uh, you had the the, the different uh, uh, in Living Color, right?
0: Yeah, uh, Living uh, Color had a ra- basically a, a performance at the end. It's kind of like Saturday Night Live, for, right?
1: Saturday Night Live, but, but but for the culture, right? So yeah, and you just don't now. I feel like what we see on TV from a hip hop standpoint is just so kind of like more more poppy and more mainstream you know right so yeah. it just you know for for those of us that remember the 90s the late 80s 90s early 2000s it's just it doesn't vibe right so then you have this new generation which is fine right younger and that's what they look at hip hop they 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 see it as more like poppy and like it's tiktok it's like all this dance stuff and it's corporate it's, it's corporate that's a great yeah, way that's a great it, way yeah, of saying it kind of
0: came and I like the um yeah, it it's it so corporate and packaged. Yeah. Yes. And I feel yes. like with uh, your, when you when you listen to a performance on Arsenio Hall show or is it uh in Living Color, like you you know, he's debut out. I still remember uh Arsenio Hall performance with Tribe Call Quest and it had sen- mm. a rapid scenario and Busted Rhymes came out. Mm. And how he took over that he when he had his verse, and that's basically how he got signed to his own deal. You're like, Yo, Who is this guy? You know, he
1: had yeah, that. We didn't mention Buster Rhymes earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, Busta Rhymes. Dude, yeah. oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I thought I, I hope you didn't put him as on. No, 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 no. He's not. <laughs> he's no, definitely, he's I don't not know underrated. if he's underrated. I think so. I think no one, when people say, and we're going to talk about the 90s though, but his best hits were in the 90s. Mm-hmm. No one really mentions Buster Rhymes as like all time great, but. He's damn good at what he does, yeah, and he oh yeah. performs his ass off. If you ever listen, watch him live, he puts all of it because you know he's Jamaican. Jamaican artists they just pull out energy in their performances and stage, and I love his videos. Had mm-hmm. very interesting, fun videos where I forgot that one screen that that one kind of shot where he's like. I don't know where he got that from. I'm sure he got that from some kind of comedy show. Like he's just going. It's like a, a narrow kind of path. And he's just walking funny. Yeah. With the, the camera, the lens is like in a weird. It's time. like
1: it's like in a weird spot, and he's like coming at the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it. So like those kind of shows. Um, and somebody put a good a <laughs> comment. Uh, Tyra Perry happened. I saw <laughs> <Tyra> that. Called <laughs> a paradigm shift in the black Something went wrong. Uh, something went wrong. Uh, Jay, I think you trying to say J Lo. <laughs> it was a dancer.
1: <laughs> she was, man. Was very yeah, good dancer. J-Lo.
0: They, J-Lo. Had, yeah, they had yeah, the the what they call them fly girls. Fly girls. They the Girl. Girl, yeah, they're yeah. dancing. Uh but yeah, it's just not the same. I think everything is still on the internet now <laughs> and you know, it's on YouTube, but no, nah, it's not the same. It used to be on the TV and you couldn't wait to have these kind of shows on. And it's a it's a whole different uh whole different it's form different. right
1: it's, now. It's a different vibe, man. And you know, it's not that it's in some ways it could be worse now but there's a lot of still good things happening but it's just different man it's it's probably we're probably the old guys and we want the nostalgia you know we want the the living single and queen latifah and maxine and you know like we want you know martin was just hilarious and we want Eddie murphy raw like all this is part of the hip-hop culture in my opinion right yeah and you know now it's just it's just a little bit different and that's okay but for me the 90s is where it was at man there's just so much it just went to a whole another area and in the 2000s i think kind of continued that um but the 90s man i just if i can go back you know i just remember buying these cds and listening to them over and over and you know you could open up the booklet and look at the words right and you're learning new dialogue and language from different parts of you know new york has all you know depending on what borough you call money 20 different things. You call a blunt 20 different things. You call a girl 20, you know, but I don't live in New York, but I can get that flavor just from listening to music. And that's what yeah. I love about hip hop is that you you get to, and the same with the West Coast. They call things, this is different, right? But you get to learn about different parts of the world from through music. And that's how I experienced it, at least as a kid. I never got anything, you know, that that those three years for me being probably like 7th grade, to like a junior in high school that those years there was just to where I learned a, about hip hop. So I just, you know, I'm tired. It, it feels good to talk about it. So, you know,
0: as we, you know, during that time we are growing as men, right. And I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. in the chat kind of, you know, we, I think we are all around the same age and, you know, I was always a shy kid, so I didn't get to talk to as many girls <laughs> growing up as I used to or compared to you know, a little, little later on in life, but when I was able to get uh, Little Kim CD or Foxy Brown CD, and then take out the take out, the, you know, the, the the you know, go and check out the pictures and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs>
1: where are you going with this? Where are you going with this? Yeah. No,
0: I'm just saying. Well, where well, I'm going with it in terms of how sexuality is displayed back then. Mm-hmm. And we see the poses Lil' Kim had, and a lot yeah. of it was, you know, hey, sex sell, let's bring that together. And same with Foxy Brown, but I don't think Foxy Brown didn't go to the extent Lil' Kim did, but basically spread the ego kind of with the live. On the out.
1: cover of the album. in
0: the yeah. cover album, so uh, yes, young boys full of testosterone looking at it, and then just looking at the lyrics and nothing else. Dude, <laughs> in high
1: school, just before you go, you go on, in high school, I'd walk the halls. All my boys, they had that. CD album and in and the, in, in in they open up their uh uh what do you call it the locker and that mm-hmm. was everybody had a little Kim up uh, in their locker we were,
0: all, we were all big fans of her work <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that looks like that was the beginning of you know let's be honest I mean we all enjoy it, but it was the over sexual yeah sexualized uh you know person right we, we yeah, look at yeah. her we all thinking of uh you know animalistic thoughts of what we would like to do but I think that's where it started with her and Foxy Brown. And I guess, I don't, know if was, I don't know if Trina was part of the 90s.
1: Trina was, I think she was a little more 2000s, maybe yeah, the uh, latter yeah. part of the 90s. But she took it to a whole nother level because even her rapping stuff was nasty. Bro. Yeah. Trina, well, she got that from Trick oh, Daddy. Yeah. I think she was Trick Daddy's little, yeah. But yeah, Trina yeah. was on another level, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think, because beginning of the night, you know, beginning was MC-like. Never ever did that. Very queen, attractive. Queen, Never queen had L- to do a queen tip. Never had to do that. Salt and pepper. They play with it a little bit. Uh, you know, like they had some. They had an album uh, released early nineties. They play with it. Let's talk about sex. Not like I'm going to show putting you their, their body. bodies out there like that. Though, yeah, they were still wearing those jump and you know, shiny, colorful stuff. Nice, cool hairstyle. But uh, yeah, Lil Kim. I think I would say they changed the game with that. Where now, you know, we, you know, even though we are talking about the nineties, but to present all these women who are in the rap game and not all of them some some uh don't do it but most of them follow the same path yeah. that Lil kim like nikki follow that cardi b follow it megan follow that be as overly sexual as possible and i think right now it's it's just so overblown it's so repetitive we all like we, you can go on I, you can go IG and see a thousand women who look exactly yeah. the same. It's we're nothing. not going to be
1: surprised anymore when Little Kim put that when that album cover was like, whoa, what's happening here? Now that's normal, in that. that's <laughs> normal. That's normal, yeah. right? So they normalized it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I think it, it 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 you know, but she did it. It was interesting. She had some good songs because I know like I don't know if she was writing everything. I know uh, B I G was probably writing a good amount. It blew that up until now. You know what we see right now and sometimes it's good sometimes it's not um but just talking about cds man like that was the thing right cds oh. I, I was I had some tapes but it was a cd it was like, like i said that that was like you own a piece of music compared to now where it's just downloaded to your phone you don't yeah. have that same level of ownership um actually i'm, I'm i have a vinyl player i want to get some vinyls i gotta start buying some mm-hmm. um just to get some you know like to get that Something tangible you can hold in your hand, I think that's pretty cool. So I think I'm going to try
2: to do that. Yeah,
1: I, I remember, you know, I had some CDs, but you, CDs were also around at the same time when you had tapes. So I remember going to like the swap meets or whatever you call them, right? The the, the Bordego store around the corner, and I'd buy the tapes still. Mm-hmm. And I remember buying the a uh, couple Tupac tapes, and it was like, they weren't legit. They were like burner copies. You could tell because like the front part of that little tape wasn't like a it was like a faded kind of uh piece of paper in there right and it didn't have like all the lyric it it was just different but it was like a burner like you know you get it from like uh secondhand whatever and Mm. uh i I remember the tapes though and and having cds and going to you know blockbuster music at the time on a tuesday and buying waiting for the new album to come out and listening to it buying it whatever um back in the day man i was listening i was a knucklehead i used to steal cds man if i didn't have money but I wanted to listen to that Jay-Z reasonable doubt. I remember I stole that from a venture store in St. Louis. Like I literally took it off the shelf, put it in my pocket, right? And you know, that stuff, the kids don't even know what that's about anymore. Cause now everything's downloadable. Um, but CDs, man, that's that's CDs and tapes, man. That's that's the good old days for me.
0: Um, I'm I'm looking through some stuff and I forgot like some of the stuff was released in the 90s, and now I remember because 98 was a very 98 may be my in you terms of the year, years
1: yeah
0: i mean jay-z finally breaks through with uh volume two hard Not life like mm-hmm. he because basically after um you know BIJ passed away like who was going to be the guy who who's running new york in terms of being and i think jay-z comes in with hard night life it's probably that was his like album that kind of like okay this guy is it yeah and then dmx comes in with his debut as uh as dark and Hell's hot and that's Dart, DMX is one of those artists that I still listen to his music. As you know, especially when you're in the mood, and he just puts you in that mood. It's just very personal and intense, and you could tell he's going through some really crazy nice. stuff. I Didn't know. have the kind of life, uh, personal, you know, growing up as he should have had. Father leaving him, um, getting dealing with drugs and and, and alcohol and. Mm-hmm. his partner you know his, his love for dogs obviously and it's just hardcore and and crimey and, and that first video that i've seen i thought i was gonna get a seizure like
2: Ugh, that flashing,
0: like you know he's i forgot where he, he performed at special artist man and it's sad that he passed like he still it was still fighting those demons but that album is and and then he's in the end he's in you know he could tell he's he's, he wants to be a religious person like he believes in god he's kind of trying to talk to him about you know how you know show me the right path like he was just a very i guess tormented soul if that Mm. makes any sense uh in terms of dmx
1: no i feel that yeah dmx was like yeah yeah he um and he never he never I don't think he ever had peace. You know, I, I remember even seeing him um, certain interviews he had with his son. He had a son I think he was estranged with and like he just couldn't. Yeah. You know, I remember like, his son coming out to him and saying, Dad, I want you know, and he just like dismissed his son. I was like, damn, DMX is still fighting those same demons yeah. 30 years later. It's like it's really sad, man. It really is.
0: Yeah. You know, hopefully, you know, it, 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 but that that album really connected with me. And then, then he releases another album. Uh, what's the name of it? Um, Drenching Blood. Uh, the blood he's two. in the back, yeah. Oh man, I can't Fresh of remember my name. Flesh, Blood of my blood, blood, blood. Of my That's blood. Right. yeah. That's
2: and a another, good album.
0: It <laughs> goes again with like, yeah. like, so he apparently he's the first rap artist. I just looked up just now first app rap artist to have two number one albums in the one same year. year, yeah. Damn, no, he just he just. He was a you know, he was a special one in the you know, generation talent even calling it in sports terminology, but yeah. um and actually, you know, we didn't talk, I think someone did mention about white rappers. Now it was Eminem. Bubba Sparks. Have people. Bubble Spark, was bubble sparks in the nineties.
1: Oh, yeah, late nineties, right. yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'll mess with sure. Yeah. but
0: what about the rap rock people groups? What well, happened to Limp Biscuit and Corn and
1: uh, oh. Kid Rock? Did you oh. mess with
0: any of that? I'll be no.
1: honest. I know, I know those, I know those groups, but not, and I couldn't. I know some of the songs that like Limp Bizkit, but I never yeah. bought an album. wasn't into that. Sugar Hill, I think, or Sugar Ray, or I, anyways, I, yeah, I, I'm I know not you
0: about Sugar Ray. Yeah,
1: yes, He he's kind I, of rappy too. Yeah, kind of rappy. I didn't get into any of that stuff at all. No. Yeah, I listened to, I listened to like alternative music, but I would listen to like Soundgarden, uh, Nirvana, uh, you know, things like that. I, I never got into. Would, the,
0: I think you would like other home. stuff. I think you, you think? would like corn. Yeah, I think corn's a little of, of all those two. Limp Bizkit, now, lip Biscuit actually came out recently, and mm-hmm. I, it's funny how like 2000 after 2020 things just went weird, and people came that you didn't see anymore. Like you know, it, it's a little, it's just kind of brought a lot of artists back that you thought like, what happened to them? Like oh, they released an album. You may like corn. Hmm. Oh wow, Korn is on tour right now. Well, I know
1: they had a. I know they had a big. When I was in high school, they had a big album out. I remember. I I, I can envision seeing the album cover right now and the K O R N. Like it was a big deal. I remember, but I never. I just never got into it, man. Yeah, yeah. I would listen. I I listened to more R and B. I would hip hop, and I would listen to certain R and B things. But like before, I would listen to that kind of music. So,
0: which made you know, I feel you. Uh, I, I wasn't a big Kid Rock fan. I no, wasn't a big no. Limp Biscuit fan either. But they they were very, very, were, uh, very big, popular. Yeah. yeah I
1: big. dated I dated a lot of girls that like Kid Rock, but I never like uh I remember I, I was asked to go to like a Kid Rock concert. This was probably <laughs> early two and I literally told her, I was like, I can't go. I'm not I don't like Kid Rock. I just can't, it's not my vibes. She's like, You're not gonna go with me, you don't wanna go? I was like no, but I don't want to. Come. <laughs> I just <was laughs> turned it down. Like no, nope, you, know, you don't want to
0: waste. You know the ticket or you know nope, going uh, over. Take, there. Uh, take somebody else. <laughs> oh, somebody put in. Uh, Marty put in. Uh, in ICP.
1: Oh, insane clown posse. Yeah, yeah. I, Big. I never got into it. them, but I, I I remember them. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, what guys. else? What else? What they got? Uh, Juicy J, Three Six Mafia. Oh yeah. Oh, That's
1: Three Six All day, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Pimp C, Project Pat. <laughs> I love 5, Five Wow. I saw an interview of him. He sounds like a normal person. For some reason I thought he would just sound I don't know. I don't know. It's just the way he his the way he does his thing. I thought he'd be like a different voice. But yeah. he's like a super cool dude too. Um but yeah, towards the end of 90s, uh yeah, cash money come, you know,
1: Little Wayne. the 99 yeah. and 2000
0: yeah. and just Apparently they signed a 100 million dollar deal
1: yeah at Universal. the time right yeah
0: that's impressive i i, I don't yeah. know like would you would you have signed like you saw these artists you was like yeah these this is going to make it i mean they did
1: but i <laughs> oh, didn't. They did they did I, juvenile man i mean that was that hit and i think uh uh baby you know it was produced those guys whatever he was doing he was uh oh, manny uh, fresh manny fresh and yeah, uh, the producer, yeah and, yeah, and and baby, he was part of that, he was part of the cash money. He was a manufacturer producer. Yeah, he's the one that's we basically was Put it running together. on the show. Right. And then, yeah. yeah. But you know, you gotta, you know, you had what? You had juvenile was the first one, then you had BG with bling bling, right? I remember that. Yeah. And then you had like a 16, 15 or sixteen-year-old little Wayne. even younger, I think. The block is high, maybe even yeah. younger, right? Yeah. But those yeah. guys had that, that a different kind of look. They had the 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 a shirts, the wife beaters, whatever you want to call them, the baggy, baggy pants, the the cash money link, right? They got the bandana. They had the gold teeth. Like it was a whole. They gave him a hundred million dollars because I think the machine saw, hey, this is going to be the next no limit. So let's go well, ahead and yeah, you know well, what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's what uh, happened. So
0: yeah, I man. Yeah, I always like juvenile. Um. His first, I think his first hit was hot, uh, where he's basically telling you what you're gonna do, what's gonna happen to you if you continue living this kind of life. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you think you're tough, you think you but you you're gonna run into problems. Like he was a lot of his songs, were kind of based on like if you continue doing this kind of nonsense, you're gonna go in the wrong direction. Um, and it also obviously backed that ass up, which is probably like that's the one song that that's no a, matter where you are, if you are in a, any kind of place where there's a dance floor club lounge that they start hearing that violin they start hearing that beginning women will get up
1: yes. and go dance they're going to get
0: and it, up and dance they're going to do what they should be doing white
1: women brown women and black matter. women and it doesn't matter you could be at a, a at a wedding of all white people and they don't <laughs> listen to rap they listen to country that song comes <laughs> on they dance yeah, they you up. could be at a, at an all puerto rican <laughs> event all black event that song comes on, people are getting up and dancing. So
2: yeah, uh, I could I not
1: get that
0: more. Yeah. Uh and there's a really, really, really good uh YouTube video of Manny Fresh explaining how he put the beat together. It's mm. fascinating. Like you see him, he's just grabbing different kinds gonna of sounds I'm have to check that out. I'm gonna check and that out. I mean, you know, Manny Fresh kept Manny Fresh was a glue that kept that together because it was his beats that gave him those hits. I mean, he put yeah. that beat together and it, it sounded amazing. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. they Whoever Universal was running the show, put a good bet on. Like, yeah, give them yeah. this hundred million because they're going to bring it back tenfold. And and now, like, they they're the ones that kind of came and, and brought it, brought into you know went into the two thousands. Like that mm-hmm. it, that was a group, and then Lil Wayne became what Lil Wayne is. But he wasn't yeah he wasn't a star in Cash Money. It was juvenile. No. I think yeah. it was probably more BG too. I don't know. Like Lil Wayne was he was a part of the group. He was like he was with the other guy. Was it Turk?
1: a little little turk or turk yeah 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 there was there was four guys and turk was the other one yeah yeah i remember yeah, that no. i remember them being on the cover i guess i'm probably a junior in high school they're on the cover of the source magazine i remember this because i get the source every month and the four of them are there they got their wife beaters on they each got i remember it like it's yesterday they got different color bandanas the gold chains the teeth and they're all just standing there and they're all like like me super skinny like 100 100- you know, a little yeah, weight was, was like 120 was 20 pounds, 20 all little dudes, not tough looking, right? You used to, your rappers kind of being maybe a little tough looking. And I'm like, who are these dudes on the cover of this magazine, right? And then you learn a little bit about them. And then the song comes on, and it blows up back, and back you know, yeah. and it was uh, it, it was over from there. So
0: I know I'm going to keep coming back to this, but I think yeah, 1998 is the best. year. Okay. DMX is DMX is dark and it's hot. It's dark and hell is hot. Jay Z. Hard, uh, volume two, hard night life, Lauren Hill, The Miss uh, Education of Lauren Hill, mm-hmm. Aquemini, mm-hmm. from Outcast, Tropical Quest, The Love Movement, mm-hmm. not the okay. best, but pretty damn good. Um, Big pun. Big pun 98,
1: yeah,
0: came in, uh, with that. Uh, I think, I, I think that's the strongest one. I don't know, I think that's the strongest year. Um, those are really good albums, those are good
2: albums, man. yeah, you're not, you're not think, wrong about that.
0: Yeah. Um, and you know. And Master P was doing his thing in '98 too, uh, throwing out the hits. and He had a really good uh, crop. Uh, did, did you like "Suck the Shocker"?
1: Are you okay? I was, are you a Master P fan? Because actually, I have him on my. Well, are you are you a Master P No Limit fan? It's, Were you album every week, new album every week. Everybody from the hood had an album and a record deal. He had everybody. Every I remember No Limit had an album out every like month. They had a new album. You I would that? say they were okay to me. They okay. did then
0: the hits were the hits. Uh, yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Silk the shocker was a little bit too offbeat rhyming for me. I did like Mr. Kyle, though. But I don't Mystical, think Mr. he didn't become his own until probably after. Because yeah. I don't know when he went on his own and went and had and Pharrell just you know blessed him with some really great beats of like yeah. you know, Danger and uh uh I forgot the other damn song, but so no, I wasn't. A big I wasn't a huge I was
1: yeah I have but, I had Master P on my overhyped list uh okay yeah,
0: I, I, yeah as a businessman a mogul genius I absolutely. mean he still has his money compared to all these other oh, rappers yeah. like he he knew how to make money how to put everything to go um
1: I mean he Marty signed Snoop Snoop was on no limit he signed Snoop uh Bad deal made two, three <laughs> yeah. bad deal for everybody you know but um yeah, I think I, I, th- oh, I think man. he had you know silk shocker what C murder, right? That was his brother. Yeah, he yeah. went to jail for, for uh, murder. For murder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. C murder. Yeah. Uh, but I think he had, uh, you know, they, they had a. I remember what I liked most about No Limit and that I remember when I was in that time was they had those movies I'm about It, Ice Cream Man, or what he had a few movies, right? And then he, before he got to be like, uh, before they started throwing money at him and he did the hook, you know, hook me up and hook me up 20 and whatever, like. He had the I'm about it movie and another one. And I liked I kind of thought that he had a good portrayal of his neighborhood. And it was just real like it was kind of raw, but like I remember watching those, right? Yeah. Um, but like I'm not, I wasn't a big no limit guy. I thought it was completely watered down, an album every month. Everybody that he knew he became a rap star. They, and you know, the beats were great. Some of the beats were really good. Yeah. But you know, he had uh, the one guy I liked the most was I think his name was Fiend. And he had a couple good songs uh, on his album. And he was a no-limit artist. But everybody else was just like, I'm good. Wasn't my I mean, style. He,
0: you know, I guess you could say that he was trying to put his people on. I always yeah. re- always appreciate the hustle, appreciate what he did. But yeah, the songs, the music was, you know, he had, a, like I said, a few hits. And I think Miss you know, Bobby says best artist, probably. I mean, uh, and I like not necessarily was his, his lyrics, it's just his, his performance, his, char- his charisma. I think it kind of yeah. just worked for him. Yeah. Um, and it's going back to what you're saying, like the ability to make movies and TV shows based on what you want to do. Where's yeah. that happening? Again, I'm just going back to the current state of hip hop. They're not, they're not trying to do too much, but you know, they got the brand deals, right? They got, they could do all that. But in terms of like making your own, cause that's what Master P did. And Master P was actually a good basketball player too.
1: I was um, going to mention uh, you, uh, the Hornets. I think he, I don't think he played in the NBA. Maybe it was like the summer league he some tryouts or something He like did tryouts, that. but he actually played in the game with the other NBA players. And uh yeah, he, definitely he
0: could was a good thing. Yeah, he yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It just they don't they don't have it's not the same. But again, I think there's there's probably things happening. We probably need to be more, I guess, you know, try to figure out okay, what's the what's the current crop of uh, artists? What are they doing in terms of like crafting your own TV shows instead of complaining about why there's not enough uh, representation on this channel like yeah like, we'll make your own channel like, yeah. you guys have a, you guys all you guys you guys have a lot of money or you guys pretend you do pull some money together and then you can have your own production companies and stuff like that i mean it's all yeah. there i mean that's what no limit did it's like all right cool we're gonna do it ourselves
1: and, it works and it's impressive that i mean it, you know back back then you had these i think also we got to remember is you you know they had these record labels right but they were under an umbrella of a bigger record label most of them yeah yeah, right yeah yeah so that you know but they had these people giving them opportunities but the hustle the hustle mindset of these guys back in the day people like puffy uh, uh master p people like suge knight or dre you know like as controversial as some of them might be these guys had these albums, you know. These record labels, you know. You had So So Deaf, Jermaine Dupri. I mean, oh, yeah, these guys fun. were going yeah. out and and really making money for people around their hood, around their demographic, right? And finding talent in their areas that they lived in, and you know, So So Deaf, Atlanta, Jermaine Dupri, Jermaine Brad. Dupri's Atlanta, Atlanta bro, yeah. the Brad. I mean, yeah. all those guys. I mean, yeah, I mean, those guys did it. And nowadays, it's almost like. The way people can make money is so different and unique, whether it's on YouTube or, you know, you got these SoundCloud rappers or whatever, you know, you got yeah, people Spotify making money you Spotify, like you know, yeah. you got people making money on uh, TikTok, you got people making money a lot of different ways, right? Uh, sponsorship and brand deals, you know, we had that in the 90s, you know, you had L. Cool J with Kango, you yeah. had, you know, pushing Mecca, the clothing line, you had, but, you know, Back then you had people like Sean Combs made uh Sean John. Yeah. You had uh Jay-Z and Dame Dash uh Rockefeller, right? You had you know, we don't see that as much. You just see the rappers now pushing somebody else's stuff. So like you said, like why not make your own way? And I don't know if the money's just so big now that they yeah, don't well there's like still tons of to.
0: money in the in the industry, but no one's interested in doing the clothing line like as much. Right. I mean, other than Rihanna, right? Like and she's like a billion dollar like that's well, actually a big deal but sure. everyone else is
1: i don't know nah, they're gonna wear the, somebody else's stuff so it's it's interesting i think uh that hustler mentality i think it i think it was harder for them yeah. to to do it that back then and now it's just easier so it's like hey okay you want to you want to pay me five mil to say i wear gucci sure i'll do it you know like i don't need to make my own way now yeah, you know, we'll uh, probably have uh, a
0: good comment. No shows, no social media back then. You had the ex- house ex- that exactly, ex-
1: exactly. Now with the social media and stuff, and you know, we're a part of that. We're, we're we have a podcast on YouTube and stuff, right? Which is fine, right? And it's just easier back in the day. Two guys like us that liked hip hop. We're going to be uh, on the back. Uh, at, we're going to be at a, a club uh, at two a.m. when everybody's leaving, trying to hand out CDs, right? Or talk about. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the yeah. the, the way that. It's done in the median in which it's used, is just a lot easier now. So, big props to the guys back in the day, to, the founding fathers of the culture, and doing it in that way because that's a lot harder, man. Yeah, I
0: do miss, or at least I, I appreciated people out there trying to sell your CDs to you. Like, one of the places, Times Square. Uh, especially in the '90s, when you just walked around and you are just chilling, or you just came from the movies, or you went to um, you went to a store. There were people that would stop you, and sh- you know, like, hey, you want to check out my CD? They will freestyle. They will. They'll talk. They'll. They'll rap their songs, trying to get on. Trying. And I think that's one of the things about um, how I think the Dirty South was, were able to come together because they they were hustlers. They kind of knew that, yeah. These radio stations are gonna play our stuff. I'm gonna sell the DCs out of the trunk of my car. Mm-hmm. And also they would collab together, they would work and help each other compared to the east, where they really they're you know, yeah, we don't like each other. So we're just all kind of in our <laughs> own little groups. But down <laughs> south, they were more like, let's get together, let's just put, you know, and also they became more business minded. And I think that's why Dirty South kind of came in on their own, especially towards the end and mm-hmm. started making some major waves too. So
1: yeah, good point. It's
0: all it's Rap is hip hop. Is a business. It's obviously know, culture, but it's a business as well. Yeah. Um. So, we're talking about you know movies and TV shows. This is probably a weird question because it's not necessarily a hip hop. It kind of is. All the movies you've seen, the hip hop ish movies in the nineties. Mm. What was your favorite movie? Now there was a bunch of movies. Is you know mm. like, Poison, Hood, is Juiced, is Menace, is Society, uh, Friday
1: uh friday's a good one yeah uh
0: what Man. else tons of i mean not the will smith ones because they weren't hip-hop i mean if you want to yeah. put it in there but like hip-hop like where you had you know like there was rappers in men's society mc8 was in it right like juice obviously tupac uh poet justice if you want to throw that in there tupac Jackson yeah. was in there like what was your like go? like your favorite movies? <laughs> You know,
1: my my, my brain says menace to society, because I think that's like one of the first movies I saw when I was a little younger. I was like, damn, like that, you know, (laughs) you know, that's a lot going on there. Right. Um, And all the violence and the drugs. And it was like growing up in Chicago a little bit. And like my cousins were kind of they weren't living that life, but they were living something kind of similar. So it was kind of like
0: the driven dad came with a really gem, a gem up in here. CB4.
1: CB4.
0: Oh, I love
1: that movie. <laughs> cb Love that movie. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think, you know, Menace to Society, but um, I think this was right at 90. It, I think it's right at the cusp. I don't know if it came out in 99 or 2000, but, like, Love and Basketball is, like, one of my oh, favorite, oh. favorite movies, man. If I'm not going to okay, – only dude, because it's, it's basketball – <laughs> and you know, but don't be a menace to sustenance. drinking. That's yeah, a good one The, too. the brothers. Yeah, that may be
0: a nineties one because they just made fun of all the movies that yeah, came before yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but there was a,
1: um a movie called Blood in and Blood Out. It's like an old uh that old, yeah. It's it's a, like a Mexican gang kind of movie. Um, that's a that's kind of a classic. Um, yeah. But I think when it, you know, Boys in the Hood is probably one that I could watch the most often. Only because there's kind of a message and the acting's good and it's you know yeah. definitely nostalgic. Um Friday's obviously funny, but then also nothing had like that had been done. That that portrayal of the West Coast, but then you got you know Ice Cube and he's a legend and Chris Tucker, he's funny, and the stories yeah. of how all that's happening in the day. It's just you know, and those those characters within a neighborhood like that, everybody knows them, right? So, uh, you know, th- you mentioned some good ones, but, you know, I think Menace to Society is the one that just kind of popped up in my brain because it's the first movie I had seen that was kind of like, that's kind of wild, you know? Oh, yeah. Colors, um, too. Colors, a movie, colors. Oh, a movie uh, called Fresh. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw Fresh. Fresh is so fucking the- sad. I'm sorry, I'm cursing. That was so yeah, sad. It is. It's <laughs> so a yeah, sad movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember watching Fresh. Too young. I'm like, uh, Clockers. You yeah, Clockers. I remember
1: Clockers with, uh, I think it's Omar Epps, right?
0: Yeah, Clockers. Yeah. Another, I think Spike Lee threw another movie in there as well that was very hip-hop oriented. Some sad ones. It's thinking thing, too, about Black uh, films back in the 90s. It was all sad. Like, everyone, the like bad ending. Like, you know, hmm. Boys in the Hood, bad ending,
2: yeah.
0: kind of good ending. But, you know, Doughboy, you know, he just vanishes in the <laughs> at the end. They're like, yeah, you guys killed two weeks later. Like, damn, Doughboy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with something happy and funny. Friday. Friday is yeah. one of my I know almost every line to that movie. Um like some of the lines you just say, like it just makes me laugh. Like like Chris talking or Chris Smokey talking talk to talking to Craig. How you get fired in your day like how, <laughs> how you get fired stealing like, box was it like, stealing, stealing,
1: bo- boxes like? stealing boxes or something? stealing
0: boxes? You're trying to build a clubhouse? I'm <laughs> like, it's just too funny. And the fact that like Ice Cube is this gangster rapper, but he's scared of this giant dude. Mm-hmm. Debo, mm-hmm. so it was like we got all right. Debo's coming with his bicycle. Everyone hide your chain, <laughs> hide your stuff, and then yeah. he grabs this other dude's chain and then like, <laughs> and then like when Chris like Smokey's like, let's jump him, and Craig's like, yo sit your ass
1: down. <laughs> you know, you know, what you know what? One of the you know and the dad in that movie's funny, but like when oh, he yeah. when, when Ice Cube wakes up, or Craig when Craig wakes up. And He's like talking to the one girl on the phone, and she's like, Oh, use the movie. But then he goes out to go get some cereal and there's no milk. Put some oh, water man. in it. Listen, my mother used to tell me stuff like that. So, like, I think you know, Friday's just a classic, man. It's a classic. Like, you irritate, and that's
0: why. And if my son is still with me in his 20s, I'm gonna irritate him too. Like, yo, know, take out the garbage. You say you're gonna you take, have
2: out, to. take You it. have to.
0: You know, you have to. You live there. Don't slam my door. Don't he yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's just there's just so many jokes like miss. This makes Parker walking, he's like, "Damn, that's Parker." Parker. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, she's watering the grass that ain't no grass there. Ain't no you grass. There. <laughs> Such a good uh, movie, man.
0: Yeah, I think movie. that's my that's my go to movie. And bro yo, bro- bro needs to be on the show. He's hitting. I forgot
1: New Jack City. New Jack City, yeah, we didn't mention that. That's, met, my, yeah, that's man. my second seed.
0: Yeah, it was Friday. City New Jack City. New Jack City uh, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, Ice, Ice T. Ice Tea made me feel nice. like he was a cop. I was like, "Yeah, I, I can believe you. I can believe okay. you're a cop." He had yeah. the dreads. Um,
1: what's dead presidents? Remember dead presidents? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we let's give let's give some ladies some love. Set it off. is a classic.
0: Oh bro. yeah, set I, it off. Is- my parents took me and my sister to see that in the movie theater.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We were young yeah a little bit it's probably yeah. a movie that i would not take my uh grade school yeah a little sex
1: a little violence yeah. a little
0: sex and it's sad. again and he's like oh all these girls are dying and they like yeah. queen Tifa comes out like a g comes out the car gets blasted I'm like oh no like yeah what happened mm-hmm. to those movies
1: what Where, where's where's those movies? anymore? It, you know, I think a lot of the content now that you know, there's some good TV show. It's just not it's, it's just different, man. I yeah, don't And I, I don't watch I don't the yeah. Netflix shows, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV anymore now anyway, but um or movies for that matter, like I used to, but yeah, some of the, And I know we're missing some great ones. I wish that if you guys got some in the chat, yeah, I mean, and, uh, yeah, Bravo, you know,
0: Mario throwing in a house party, uh, love house, house, house party. party, yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he tried to go out and then he, it, I think it was, it was the first one where he tried, you know, I guess the kid goes back in the house and then his father's there, whipping while well, the whip his ass, like you yeah, left the house. Yeah
1: uh baby's oh, kids i
0: don't know if you're into have you seen uh baby's kids uh, anime I, movie
1: um i've heard of it um oh, write that down does, does anybody beach street can anybody relate have you ever heard of beach street beach street that's street but yeah this is a movie called classic probably chicago um backdrop but beach street man i remember watching with my cousins I used to watch that all oh 1984
0: time, uh, yeah, wow, really set in the South Bronx. Okay, I'll check that out.
1: Which one's that? Uh, Beach Street. Oh, that's South Bronx. Maybe I'm thinking of something else then. beat yeah, that- I thought it was, I thought it was Chicago. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but Beach Street is one you should check out. Definitely, yeah, no, I'll check,
0: yeah. check that out. Definitely. Um, Definitely. yeah, Bobby says 80s uh, breakdancing movie. Can you break dance?
1: No, I'm yeah, no. oh, just checking. I got no movement like that. Uh, <laughs> no, Jason's good. lyric, you may like Jason's lyric, right? i remember it i don't think i've ever seen it the whole way through but i yeah. definitely remember yeah, uh, it, has, is it? It,
2: has,
0: it was a drama
1: it's like romantic rage. though right or not
0: yeah we're a little yeah, right. you, yeah. you're like i think jayna pick is in it
1: okay yeah Janet yeah. Jane, Jane Pickle was in a lot of stuff white man can't jump that's a good movie yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah, why are you go to be so stupid? Like, he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, so stu- and then like he us you know, like first of all, how he bag her? Like that's not even. Listen, really. like, not come on, uh, not happening. Really,
1: not not happening.
0: Yeah, Rosie yeah. Perez was a one.
1: It's back at, listen, Rosie Perez was A1. <laughs> she probably still is. I mean, I don't I know, I haven't so. seen she's her in a while. Uh, sure
0: no, she's, she's, fine. She got, she's on some other shows. Uh, I think she was in some kind of uh, was she in Harley Quinn movie?
1: Oh, uh, The Driven Dad. I'm gonna get you, sucker. My dad used to watch that movie all the time with Those the big funny. bunion toes. At the uh, yeah, I'm gonna get you. Have you ever seen an animal? Yeah, get yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Hilarious.
0: Yeah, the, the Wayne's family, yeah, just. Friggin', uh just kept making good stuff i mean that's that's yeah, again that's a lot of the 90s and you know we we are reminiscing and i'm sure there's great content out there we're we, we gonna in this channel and, and you know this podcast we're gonna try to figure out what's going on and and you know with the kids nowadays i think we need to start talking to some of the younger folks and like mm-hmm. what the hell you guys are listening to and then criticizing about how bad it's yeah
1: sounds. we can go back and forth we could you know uh, i'm always ready to learn new things and not all the new stuff is all bad it's just, you know. I think you, like you said, uh, last week or the week before, you had heard it's kind of like we, y- you get to a certain point and you don't start listening to a lot of new music. What you mostly listen to is what you, you know, once you get to 30 or whatever it is, like you, yeah. you, you have your your classics in your CD player, your player, you're in your head, whatever, and that's what you like. And it, you're not going to really be persuaded too much to go past that. And I think there's a lot of truth there.
0: Yeah. With, and there's an article on uh, Business Insider that says, we stopped listening to new music at age 30. Yeah. So, but for me, I feel like because of Spotify and YouTube and algorithm kind of guessing, well, mm-hmm. yeah, you like this. That, that helps me. Like I know new songs because of that. If if I didn't have those platforms, I probably, yeah, I'll probably just listen to the same stuff that I grew up with because we we all say it's better quality. You know, a lot of that is like nostalgic. Yeah. I don't think as much. As, I think there's there's a definitely a level of quality dropped off, and I think it's not just hip hop. I think it's a lot of media. I think it's movies. Yeah. Um. The the comedy and certain comedies because you're not able to say and use like the, the people back then had more freedom to express themselves more honestly than we do. So I yeah. feel like the quality has dropped off. But um, if you didn't have the internet yeah you would just listen to the stuff you grew up with because it, you have a strong connection to it
1: yeah good point and i even think you think about like the old talk shows right the tv host talk shows like it's there's some of the new stuff's cool it can be funny but like i think there's something to be said for the innovation of doing something for the first time right and seeing it for the first time in arsenio hall
2: yeah
1: and you know like like letterman and johnny carson like anybody just back then it was just different you know and 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 Now it's like you look at it and it's like, all right, how many times can you really do that? How many how many tonight shows can there be? Right. So and the same can be said for a lot of TV shows. I think there's some good, innovative things happening. But at least within this culture that we're talking about now, it's like, how many times can you do it? So it's just to go back and look at the times when we were growing up. It's the golden era, man, because it was done so great the first time or the second time. And now it's like, okay, we're at the 20th time. Eh, is it really? Is it really better? I don't know. You know. So for me, yeah, the '90s is the '90s music is is the best for hip hop, in my opinion. And I think we've kind of proved that tonight. And I hope you guys saw some of that. I don't know, but
0: I, I think so. I think so. And if you guys enjoy this conversation and enjoy the podcast, free feel to subscribe and like. You know, the, all the likes and comments definitely helps us grow. Yeah, I think we kind of went through the whole. We went through all ten years. To be honest, I'm just pointing out certain things and. We mentioned countless rappers. Uh, obviously the chat jumped in with some really great, um, Mm -hmm. names and movies and movies. I'm gonna have to watch again because I tired of all the crap that's out right. I just I don't find any of this any of these movies interesting, and I'm not a big uh, Netflix. I don't watch a lot of those shows. There's too many episodes, and I I don't binge watch as I used to. So, yeah, I think I'm just going back, just being an old curmudgeon, watching and listening to the same old stuff. (laughs) But um we'll see i mean we'll you know we'll see we'll try to bring some new stuff i know last time we talked about drake and you guys i mean according to the analytics were are big fans of the new stuff which is i understand that that album was not that great um it wasn't it wasn't great at all yeah well i don't know we gotta look on the horizon and see if there's any more Cause i think yeah, kendrick already came out i don't think j cole's dropping anything this year
1: so did you see kendrick at that fashion show um did you, did you hear or see what he did how used he was he he wrapped his song while the the models were running on the runway he did it kind of acapella did you do you know anything about that no no tell me about it i know it so like
0: he had some kind of weird he had like the crown of thorns with it bleeding i don't know if that actually happened but you tell me what you,
1: you uh, so there was this fashion show somewhere I, there's a lot of them I, I couldn't tell you which one but it was this was just in the last couple weeks and he was you know the models are walking out and he's singing his, one of his songs on the album, the, the latest album. I can't remember which one. Yeah. Um, and he's in the audience of who, who the people that are watching the fashion show, the models. Right. Yeah. But he's, he's kind of leaning, looks real cool. And he's, he's just singing his, he's singing the hook of the song. The and in the, yeah. From the new album as the fashion show is going on. Yeah. And you know, I thought it was kind of cool. You know, I mean, he looked a little Kendrick Lamar. His fashion is always maybe, you know, very West Coast, but in this moment, he looked a little different, you know, yeah. like he was, you know, very modern fashion. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. So but I'm sure looked, if you Google how, it on YouTube, you, you could watch it and give I me a guess, your
0: In your opinion, how did he look? Like, how, how, like, when you saw that, how you feel when you're like, okay, this is it like totally outside of his element, a little too weird? The thing about these fashion shows, they, I don't know, sometimes they have a theme, but a lot of it is they're living lives that we can't relate to. And Mm. they have aesthetic that I like their aesthetic and what they think looks good. And these, I feel like costumes compared to like real articles of clothing that a person could wear that is functional and it may be comfortable and may look good at the same time. It's just sometimes they can, it's like, I don't know if it's on purpose. Like we need to, Separate ourselves from everyone else by dressing as extravagant as, as possible, like or be just be weird, like Kanye. We love, we both love Kanye, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I, I forgot what award show this was, I think they were honoring P. Diddy, and Kanye comes in fully covered,
1: head to yeah. Top. He's, yeah, like even his face, right? So he like, had the whole, yeah, cover, yeah, yeah,
0: and he's talking. And we, I guess, we know that's him because of his voice, like, what is that about? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know if.
1: I don't Do know. Like that's
0: the kind of the thing like when
1: just, I, when, when I saw when I saw the Kendrick Lamar I was like he looked. he was chilling he wasn't you know he wasn't like on a stage it was he was in the audience chilling he had a mic and it was it, the vibe was cool but like he definitely looked like and I could be wrong this is my assumption I'm, I'm 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 guessing yeah yeah like somebody said hey man you know or like he knew somebody that was doing this show or maybe Maybe he's a friend of the designer. I have no idea, right? But he was like there because of either that reason or somebody said, hey, man, I'll give you $2 million if you come out and as a rapper, after the models are doing the runway, if you rap this song for me. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. I know you're my boy. That's the vibe I got from it. Okay. Like It was just a weird put, kind of he, appearance. He was just, yeah, I mean. I don't know.
0: And then did it work? Like in terms of it, the performance. I think, I think
1: it did work based on like it, it, it made sense. It, it seemed like oh, it worked. Okay. It seemed like it worked, but, I, you know, you check it out. I'm sure you could YouTube it, Kendrick Lamar Fashion Show or something. It'll pop right up. Let yeah, me know
0: I'm going to check it out, see if it, if it's a little bit too, if it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't mind people experimenting. I really, really don't. I mean, you know, we talked about his last album. Like, I enjoy it, probably just enjoy it as much as the other albums. I know someone in the chat was like, uh, Kendrick was a letdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably not the biggest, you know, the last album was very, very internal and you know when you create content you know the best content is what you do for everybody else right like mm-hmm. what's what everybody else is into and mm-hmm. you kind of connect but then but i think kendrick is allowed to kind of be himself and do what he wants I, I think, he's
1: yeah. just so good at what and, and i enjoyed i enjoyed the album the last one that's just me but i think you bring up a good point as far as like you get to a certain point i think he's earned that that yeah that earn for, it yeah you know yeah. what i mean like he, i'm gonna make something that's kind of for me and it's personal and you know and i like when artists do that so
0: yeah, yeah it work, It works out um oh we're almost running on two hours now i don't we didn't talk about this before so i'm not sure like you know we say last couple of episodes we introduce new i guess artists or albums mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we see you know if we like it or we hate it um I didn't ask you before we started, but did you got a chance to listen to the album that I suggested?
1: No, I did not. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I did. I listened to it on Thursday when I was getting an oil change, but I only listened to four <laughs> songs. So I got through four songs and then okay. we went to Michigan on Friday. Um, it was okay. It was just okay. I think it's very uh, 90, uh, what Was it, 90, early 90s hip-hop it was uh, 2000 like it was, but yeah yeah or 2000 2000 and it was all right it was it was cool the beats was cool the you know it's very different uh mm-hmm. not something that i would listen to normally but that kind of album for i only got four songs in is it seems like a cool album to listen to if you're, you're like riding in your car you're chilling you know good vibes but it wasn't my you know not something that i would normally listen to well, I only got know, the four songs. I
0: wanted you to listen to the rest of the album. I'm not <laughs> okay. saying they change, right. but to give it a really good of you, and I, we yes. should I guess, preface this because Marty's asking well, what album, what the hell you guys are talking about?
1: Actually, here, I'm going to look, I'm going to so. uh,
0: It is a rap group called Little Brother. Uh, it has brother, two rappers, yeah. and um, the last member is Knife Wonder, one of my favorite uh, producers ever. Like, Knife Wonder, he anyone from North Carolina, they know him he produced, he produced for countless artists, yeah. And little brother, that album, The Listening, and that's also the name of the album.
1: Yeah, I think that's, you, that's you, the one we're talking about right
0: there, yeah. I think, uh, I want you to finish it and then give me your full review. It may be the same, it may say, you know what, nothing changed. Um, but yeah, I think there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, stuff Something in there. Your life. I feel like it's very try called. Quest ish okay. to me, and that's probably yeah. what grabs me because I try quest is one of my favorite uh groups of all time. And it, there's no gangster stuff, they're not talking yeah, about beating up yeah. or robbing anybody, it's just real, None real life, yeah, relationships, uh, take care of your kid, like, very you know, it's not the same. So, so the the, the in, there's no intensity, uh, I think that's probably a good word, not, not a lot of intense uh, moments in the album, but uh, but yeah, we're gonna you know get a full review next week. Got it. And I'm sure we'll talk about some other stuff. I want to go through two thousands, but I think we should try to figure out a little later on. Let's just talk about some stuff that's happening now in hip hop. I'm sure there's tons of stories and then maybe we'll hit up later later. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I think I think maybe we do the two thousands and twenty tens in a couple weeks or something. And we could yeah. we could talk about uh, next week. We could talk about some current current topics, what's going on in hip hop, what's going on in basketball. I'm sure there's gonna be some free agency talk, and I, I think we can kind of keep it to some topics for next week. So
2: yeah.
0: Um but before you leave though, like is there anything that M- NBA trades and stuff that that kind of got you surprised or nothing really?
1: Uh well I saw that well uh, over the weekend uh Rudy Gobert got traded from the Jazz to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So now you have Rudy Gobert, great defensive player, trash offensively. But now he's going to be teamed up with Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. So the Minnesota Timberwolves made a huge move. They gave up a lot. They gave up uh Patrick Beverly but uh, they gave up another uh, another player uh, a better player than Beverly so they gave up two of their main like starting five or starting six players another two players they gave up four players I believe and four number one picks so I think yeah, a- overall it was nine I think it was maybe five current players four so nine players current or future for one guy that's so, not a so, trade yeah. that happens often in the NBA
0: no. I mean that's is going to be twice as that for for KD. So you're going to have you're going to have you going to have Cat and Rui Gobert Yeah. And near the basket. Now, I know Well, Kat's no, I think more Cat, of a face- Cat,
1: Cat's yeah. going to play Cat Cat's going to play probably the four, obviously. Yeah. But he's going to be the guy that will spread the floor and you're going to have is going to be the defensive guy. And Cat's not bad defensively either. So you're going to have two seven footers. Uh one that can hit a three point, one that can defend the rim. It's gonna mm-hmm. allow Cat to play not in the paint as much, and I think he's gonna like that. You're gonna have Anthony Edwards playing that small forward two guard position. I love That's, I love Anthony. Yeah, Edwards. he's he's just coming up. So the Timberwolves made a you know it's an interesting trade. They gave up a lot. So right now I look at it like they want to you know they, they got a three year window, and you know they're going for it right now. The West is loaded. Um, it's do you it's, think
0: do you think they're a playoff team? or they will make not to play on but like actually just be a play i think team.
1: they could be a playoff team maybe they probably not getting sell out of the first round but they're definitely now i think this puts them in first round team maybe they push it to six or seven games with somebody but this doesn't make them a contender in my book okay. but uh it's an interesting move it's nine players nine guys for one guy is does not happen in the nba very often so that that was shocking that they gave up that much but Nice. Gobert is an all star. He's a three. He's an all star. He's a three time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so I, I like
0: his game. It, it's all about no. putting him in the right spots. But you know, I, I'll give you a, a prediction. The Nets will not make the playoffs mm. next
1: year. Probably won't. Mm. So you think it'll just be Kyrie by himself?
0: I think they're going to get rid of them, but but before before the end of the next season, they'll all be gone. Ben Simmons. Will be just passing him to himself, <laughs> or because he can't shoot, so he's no, not gonna He's gonna he's well. gonna
1: pass it to nobody and or if, somebody.
0: If Kyrie and Westbrook get traded, I'm going to lose my mind. Like it's not going to be a good look if we have Westbrook and Ben Simmons on the same team. Oh, like, uh, should we just oh. remove them off the, the like? Mm. And that's a little like that may happen. But know, what I, happened is I think they're trying to. They're like, hey, you gotta give us. um, I think Lakers want. Another decent player that we have over in the and like nah, dude, we're not doing mm. that. Just take this
2: Kyrie
1: okay. guy. What what do you do? Let's just say, you know, I think right now Kevin Durant, you know, they got him going to maybe the Raptors or the Suns or whatever. Let's just say. He goes to the Knicks. What 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 do you what are you feeling? He goes to the Knicks. He's got him and Jalen Brunson, and they got R.J. Barrett, and they got uh, the big guy, Randall. Is that a team that makes the playoffs with Kevin Durant?
0: If 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 it was able to just to jump in like that, but for the Knicks to get him, they would hey, R.J. Barrett's gone.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah and, so they and, have Durant, to, and Randall's gone. Probably. Yeah.
0: So that's a problem too when you do these big trades. You you're destroying your team to get one guy. So that I mean, like he wants to go to the Heat. All right, cool. I'll take tyler hero and a bunch of other crap you know like all right just to get something in all your your number one picks until year 2050 But well, then <laughs> you grab you just you know i'll, I'll take on my own like kyle larry he's kind of overweight but i'll take kyle larry and 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 tyler hero and a bunch of draft picks sure or in the nets give me that tall goofy dude uh and i know you are never give it up booker Actually, that's all they have. I don't know what the Nets, what the Suns have. I'm, they got eight DeAndre,
1: DeAndre Ayton and who somebody else, my Mikael Bridges, or something. guy
0: walks around here. I want to a max player. You Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. Should they? You know, if, maybe they should just let them play, be angry, and let them play the season. Like I don't care. Y'all gonna start, and maybe we can change our goofy minds. I mean, they're not. They're not leaders. You could, when you a person not a leader, you can kind of get them to do stuff. Like, hey, look how great y'all playing. Look, we are we, you know 10 and 2.
1: Yeah, but Steve One Nash ain't that guy. Steve Nash ain't the no, guy. Steve that. is not he's not. So they gotta, gotta have a new leader
0: coach. on the court, he's not a leader of men. Mm, and it's the two different things. Just because yeah, he's a great passer, high uh uh basketball IQ, doesn't necessarily translate into head coach.
1: Yeah. So uh, do you think do you think Kevin Durant, do you think he'd sit out a year if he 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 requests a trade, they don't trade him, they can't find a match, and uh you think he would just wouldn't play like
0: Everyone keeps saying that Durant loves basketball more than anything. He will never not play. He he's a ball. He's gonna play. That's Mm -hmm. what everyone's saying. I you know Kyrie definitely, but also the reason why he opted in Kyrie is because he wants his money. He lost. He already lost. well,
1: he lost. Yeah, he lost half his money last year. Right. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I don't know in the NBA. I think I know the contracts are guaranteed. But if you don't play those home games, are you still getting paid or not? No. You're
0: not. No. Okay. So that's why he decided like, okay, you're so you want to leave, then don't opt in and then take that 6 million in, in LA to play with LeBron. Who's going to lose 30 million? Like people don't, you don't, you don't do that because you're not going to get that back. You only young once. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yes. I think that's a great comment. I'm, I am also annoyed. I'm, I'm, annoyed. Very annoyed. <laughs> I'm very annoyed with Durant as well. Um, And the last comment we're going to throw in Bobby, Coolio. That's another song my father used to play Gangsta's Paradise. Every uh, yeah. it was on repeat, and, and goddamn that was a good it song. It was it was a great song,
1: but he Stevie wanted uh, to let him
0: take that sample after he promised him not to curse, he said, Okay, you, you can take this sample, but you can't curse. And really was. he's all
1: right, he's all
0: right. He's all right, he's all right. I'm not that right. right. he one right. song. He's he's a one that one hit one, yeah. Some other hits, but that song, really good. Um, sure. On that note, we got we got the, you know, we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do next week. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of stories and stuff coming in, but appreciate you guys for staying with us. You said for two hours, many yes. people Marty, Bobby, wow. Driven Dad driv- dropping some good uh, movies as well. Uh, bravo. Appreciate all you guys for sticking around. Press like, share the uh, podcast, the YouTube channel. If people who love hip-hop like we do, love the 90s like we do, you know, jump in and, you know, let them know about our show and yeah, I don't know, uh, Pedro. What you got to say?
1: <laughs> Listen, that's—I mean—good week, man. I think we had some good, good, uh, good combos. Appreciate the chat. Appreciate all y'all so much for being in here, vibing with us, and uh, be on the lookout for next week. And uh, you know, every week we might—you know—it might be a week we talk music, it might be a week it's basketball. It's a mix. It might you just know that you're going to get different kind of cultural you know maybe topics relationship driven uh, all kinds of things things that men don't like to talk about but maybe need to sometimes so just know it's not always going to be just hip-hop and basketball but obviously that's going to be the main backdrop but you got to know me and Hannibal we don't you know we, we plan certain topics but then we just kind of let it go organically we turn the mic on we turn the, the video on and we just talk so if you guys are here for that we appreciate y'all very much so that's all i got Gotcha, gotcha. got crisscross yeah i talked about that last week man yeah
0: you say you didn't have the pictures for your crisscross pants i got them
1: my mom's got them i gotta i gotta get with my mom's and i was gone all week we'll
0: we'll bring it back we're gonna bring it back but uh,
1: i got it
0: on that (laughs) note we'll be back uh wednesday 10 p.m eastern on that note have a fantastic night and talk to you guys next time peace
2: peace out